0: Hey, hey, good afternoon, and welcome into the Matt Mosley program on a Thursday afternoon, a couple of minutes after 3 o'clock. What a spectacular day we are experiencing here at the radio station. Around the horn, let's check in with Stephen. Stephen, how are you, buddy?
1: I'm good, Tom. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good, good. You hanging in there? I am. <laughs> <laughs> there are days, and then there are days. Had an adventurous noon to 3, but that's okay. That's live radio. We'll work through it.
0: Well, let's see if
1: we can't uh, kick off
0: this 3 o'clock hour and get things rolling and have some fun and and, kind of stabilize the afternoon here uh, on ESPN Central Texas. Today we're going to uh, talk a little bit more about uh, what's going on with the Cowboys. We'll also visit uh about the baseball we'll talk some rangers we'll talk i beg your pardon not the rangers we'll yeah, talk- let's break down the rangers let's do it <laughs> i like that yeah, there's a fire sale about that we'll talk about the astros and the rays we'll talk about the dodgers and and the braves and we'll get into all of that today uh we'll talk some high school football and uh we just got all kinds of fun stuff to to, to get into today and uh, we'll do that as we roll through a uh, Thursday afternoon here on ESPN Central Texas. So, uh, uh, is there is there a story that's that's working today, Stephen, that, uh, that has really just kind of got you on the edge of your seat?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, from a live game perspective, I'm curious to see if the Astros can make this thing more interesting, put a little more pressure on the Rays. Um, we were talking with Jeff Howe in the – during UNR and he had an interesting quote he covers Texas for horns two four seven and basically said he thinks there's about an 80% chance right now. Tom Herman's gone at the end of the season. Um, really? Yeah. So that's pretty high. Yeah. That's, that's kind of a,
0: that's kind of a breaking little piece of information. And he's basing this on, uh, just some of his inside information.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously we, we see the product on the field. Uh, Jeff brought up, there's a controversy going on right now. And it's it's really been brewing all off season. Some of the Texas players um, made some demands in the wake of you know the all the unrest in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, asking for a lot of things. But the thing that caught everybody's eye was uh, changing the school song, "The Eyes of Texas." Right. And they the reasoning was that the song has some racial overtones to it and they believe the history of it is sort of tainted uh so there was a picture that circulated all over the place on over the weekend basically tom where essentially after the ou game sam ellinger was about the only player he was standing there mm-hmm. and singing the song and chip brown who works for the same website as as jeff does uh wrote a story today basically saying crystal conte the athletic director has reiterated to the football team uh, hey, we can't force you to do anything. We're not going to force you to sing, but we would like you to stand and address the fans.
0: Be respectful of the university yeah. and of the fans when yes.
1: the when the songs played. Yes, and saw that. Apparently, that's been the the standard expectation across sports. And actually, multiple coaches went on the record to chip, like the swimming and diving coach, the volleyball coach, and said, "Yeah, that's that's been our understanding that this is they're at least supposed to you know stand." and recognize when the song's played. So that means that Tom Herman obviously his team didn't live up to that expectation on Saturday. Now, some of the guys say that because it's a new it was a neutral site game, they didn't know, they forgot that it was going to get played cuz they lost and they just walked off when Oklahoma was doing the the golden hat ceremony and they thought that they didn't want to yeah, see that. Yeah. They didn't want to see that. They just thought it was over. But it's obviously raised a lot of questions of has Tom Herman lost this team? You know, not necessarily have they quit on him, but do they listen to him? If, if he knew this was the expectation going into the season is he letting them, you know, not do this, which I mean, that's, I guess his prerogative. Um, Or has he told them, Hey, this is what we need to do. And they're not doing it. Uh, So I'm just interested, interested to see, because I thought, Tom, largely a lot of schools would basically give most coaches a pass this year just because it's such a weird year. Yeah. I mean. Well, you're, let me ask you this. You're only going to get 10 games in, et
0: cetera. If they would have won that game Saturday, would this be a conversation piece right now? No. I don't think so. Man, when, it's, when things aren't going well, everything is under the microscope, oh, isn't yeah. it?
1: Everything's magnified. I mean, for instance. They wiped the floor with UTEP. Now it's UTEP. That's what they're supposed to do. But BJ Foster essentially quit, and that was a story. Ooh. But it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't probably as big of a story as it should have been because, well, hey, they won fifty something to three. Fifty something to three. Yeah. He did something silly. He's going to come back. It's going to be fine. If they win, I assume maybe the guys handle it. Maybe it's handled better. Maybe some more of them are there. And but no, you're right. It, it's it's always comes down to wins and losses. If they're three and zero right now or 4-0, and they're coming off a winning. and so All right in the world. There's probably people are still upset, but bottom line is they'll live with it if if they're playing well. You yeah. start playing badly, and these things uh, get more of a microscope on them.
0: You gotta, if you've got a thought, we would love to hear from you on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line, or you can call us, 662 1660 And again, I, I saw the... Uh, the uh, the art, the uh, the story this morning uh, from AD Chris Del Conte and he based and again he 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 referenced the song Stephen but when when talking about all of the teams not just the football team but all the athletic teams it was we would like for you to do this in respect for the university that you play for and the fans that cheer for you not over we, mm-hmm. not, not not out of respect for the lyrics of the song or the song itself. And, you know, we were talking this morning, that song in, and all fight songs are loved by the student body and the exes. And then all of a sudden now this song is, is, is a song of controversy, quite frankly.
1: Well, and Tom Herman, he read a written statement at the teleconference and sort of straddled the line, which I understand. I mean, his players do evidently have a problem with it. And he said, Hey, we're sensitive to that. And we've, you know, told the guys We'd really like you to be a part of this. We've encouraged them. Um, but obviously, he's not going to grab their jersey and, and drag him out there. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, the, the, some of the student-athletes won't change. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Will they You know, compromise and, and do this? And if they get on a winning streak, as you said, Tom, does it all sort of go away and go out in the wash? Um, do you well, see the see.
0: University of Texas changing that song?
1: No, I mean, I, I think maybe eventually, but it'd be a long process. I just, it it seems like the the boosters, the people in power there are attached to it so much that it's not going to get changed. I don't think it's going to change enough. So, uh,
0: as a student athlete, if, if you feel that strongly about it, what are your options?
1: Well, I guess you can compromise on that front or you can uh, leave. Yeah, I mean... It, it, so or if enough of them i mean if enough of them keep sitting out i guess your coach gets fired probably yeah so my point being we haven't heard the end of this i don't think uh no i i would imagine there's such a spotlight on it by the way nationally i might add. nationally yeah and one nugget from that article today too is baylor is at least telling Texas, according to sources, that they're hopeful they're going to get to play. We'll yeah, we'll see you Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> they're going to try to start practice this weekend. Uh, I think there's going to be such a microscope on it Saturday in Austin against Baylor that regardless of the outcome, the majority of them will be out there and it won't be a big deal. But it's, yeah, it's going to happen
0: but again. But man, if Baylor beats them, holy moly. Right. Uh, it You know, yeah, I mean there will be a huge microscope uh, on uh, on on the plane of that song at the end of the game. So it, it it'll be interesting to see how it all unfolds. Uh, but again, uh, there's uh, there's it, I, I read the article and I went I went back and read it a second time. I just wanted to make sure I understood uh, what was going on, Stephen. And and again, and then there's that picture. You you've seen that one picture where. It is uh it's the quarterback standing there, basically all by himself, and mm-hmm. you know, and I think he basically said out of respect for the university and uh that that he that that was the reason he stayed out so Uh, 11 minutes after 3 o'clock, again, the uh, the, uh, C&C Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. So we've got a lot to do today. We're glad you're with us. We're going to step aside, and we're going to come back with more of the Matt Mosley program here on this Thursday. The Matt Mosley Show, presented in part by Central National Bank.
1: There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron.
2: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm chief meteorologist Mike Lapointe. We've had a pretty strong front move through the area today. Notice the windy conditions, the cloudy skies that we have out there, and some spots this evening may see some patchy areas of drizzle. Not everybody will see it, but eventually overnight tonight we'll start to clear it out. Low temperatures will fall around 54 degrees. Mostly sunny skies. Tomorrow looks like a pretty nice day. It's going to be a cool day with a high of 72 Right now, we're looking mostly clear for high school football, kickoff temperatures hovering in the low to mid-60s, and then eventually overnight with clear skies. We drop to 47 by early on Saturday, and mostly sunny on Saturday. It's going to be a warmer day with a high of 79. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com
3: Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game.
5: At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Illumicraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Illumicraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center I-35 at Loop 340 South or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt
6: Mosley's show is Stephen Simcox. Have you thought about buying your first home and you weren't sure where to start or if you qualify, NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years and are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score. NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting the perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so you can access your programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Call 254-752
7: my It Fuels on Facebook.
8: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Smalt Sandwich Shop. The Dodgers set an MLB playoff record, scoring 11 runs in the first inning, and go on to beat the Braves 15 to three. Braves still lead that series 2-1. Astros stay alive in the ALCS, hanging on for a 4-3 win last night. Rays now lead that series 3-1. Dodgers and Braves tonight, 7 first pitch, and the Astros try and stay alive this afternoon at 4 first pitch, and you can catch that game over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Nick Saban will work from home as Alabama prepares for Georgia this weekend. Saban tests positive for COVID-19. Thursday night football, Georgia State and Arkansas State tonight, 6-30 kickoff. And high school football tonight, Belton takes on Colleen at Leo Buckley Stadium seven o'clock
8: kickoff SportsCenter every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas
0: 317 welcome back into the Matt Mosley show Tom and Steven in for Matt this afternoon Stephen the Cowboys are uh, getting ready for a Monday night matchup with uh, Arizona. Should be a fun game as uh, we'll have uh we'll have a backup quarterback in for the Cowboys and Andy Dalton going mm-hmm. against uh, Murray and who's really playing really really well right now. So that should be a lot of fun just to watch the quarterback matchups.
1: Yes, those offenses are uh, that offense for the Cardinals is really really good. Obviously adding DeAndre Hopkins um was a was a big deal for Arizona and that's improved them a lot. Did you think they would be – I was just I, – I was,
0: I was curious because I thought, hey, you went and got a college coach. Mm. Uh, you went and got a college quarterback that, uh, that's – he was small in college, and he's certainly small in the NFL for NFL standards. But, man, has he been – he's been outstanding. And his arm strength is off the charts.
1: It is no, I mean, I had belief in Kyler now, obviously his size was an issue, and that was a big question mark going in, but I thought he could be really good. I thought the Cliff Kingsbury hiring was really silly I mean he, he got <laughs> fired at tech, and they were you know pretty much a dumpster fire there now that those offenses were great, and he just couldn't figure out the defense side of the ball and I guess in some ways, in the pros you know with the with a good d c and a bigger staff, he doesn't have his hands on that part of the um, team as much anymore but I just thought he was going to flame out he's done much better than I thought and you know one thing you might have to start questioning like how how hard is it to win in Lubbock because Matt Wells it's still very early but Tech looks like aside from Kansas maybe the worst team in the Big 12 right now uh, last year didn't go as they planned it, it's been a while since they've been that consistent bowl team they were under Michael Leach so. you know,
0: they, they used to just roll out you didn't know their name until their junior or senior year, but they used to just roll out quarterback after quarterback mm-hmm. after quarterback. And now they're talking about making a quarterback change in the
1: middle of the season. And and that's been surprising. I mean, Alan Bowman, his, the biggest knock on him has been he just can't stay healthy. And this year, he's been able to stay healthy. He just hasn't been very good. So you're right. They're going to make some changes. Um, but, yeah, when Leach was there and they were running the air raid, it was just like the next kid from yeah. West Texas wanted in. to go there. Would just step in there and throw for five thousand yards. It was ridiculous.
0: So Dak Prescott, uh, the surgery's done, and and now I guess for Dak, it's uh, it's 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 healing time, and then it is uh, it is start working on that ankle to get it healthy and, and get it back to
1: where he can get on the on the field with rehab it is Tom and he spoke uh, he sent out a message to fans today just sort of updating them on what's going on so here's Dak he's actually on his way to uh, physical therapy when he recorded this today
10: what's up everyone just want everyone to know that uh, I'm doing well Um, and I can't thank you enough for all your your love your support your prayers Um, over the last few days they've been more than overwhelming Um, from from teammates to family to friends Uh, to fans I don't know, to former and current players around the league and players around um, all sports, I just wanted to say thank you, Uh, they're definitely appreciated and received well, so um, just knowing that I have that much love and support out there makes a huge difference. I'm in great spirits, headed to see the doctor, headed to see my leg for the first time post-surgery, so just ready to start this road to come back. Uh, I know this is, this little adversity is just going to be another uh, another chapter in the book, uh, and I'm excited to move forward and write it. Um, just once again, can't thank you all enough for for your love and your support through it all. But I'm in great spirits. I'm gonna stay that way. I'm um, looking forward to to this football season, seeing the game in a different perspective, um, and supporting my teammates and and those around the league that need it. Um, and just and just excited, excited for for God's purpose and God's plan. I know it's bigger than anything that I see. Um, or they could have imagined, but uh, I'm trusting him. My faith is doubled down more than ever. Uh, and I'm thankful that, that he's my savior and he guides me in life. So uh, I know through him, um, all this will be possible and all this will, will be a great comeback and a great story. So once again, thank you for your support. Thank you for your love um, and uh, ready to get this this journey of the comeback started. So God bless you all. Thank you. Is he not the coolest dude? I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy. I mean, guy. I'm telling
0: you, I'm ticked off at the world. If that's me, I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm playing under a uh, the, the franchise tag, and and I'm throwing it all over the yard and having a great season, and then this, and I'm so I'm ticked at the world, and 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 he's he's talking about you know being a positive influence for other people.
1: Yeah, he's he's an incredibly positive guy, and I mean, you can't help but root for Dak. Especially, you consider, you know, he lost his brother earlier this Mm -hmm. year. He's had a ton of adversity just in his life, but especially in the last few years, um, and is still ready to go. And I think the concern level for for him coming back, obviously there has to be some. I mean, can he be that mobile guy that he was? Are the Cowboys even going to be willing to use him in the running game as much as they did in the past? But just from a mental toughness, you know, and and mental energy perspective, uh, I I think it's pretty clear, Tom, that he's going to be okay, and he's going to attack this rehab process uh, in, in a really sort of passionate way and in, in a way where he's going to try to get back as soon as he
0: can. So it's, so now there's three things to kind of keep an eye on. Number one, obviously, is, is his progress in rehab. Mm-hmm. Number two, how do the Cowboys handle Dak Prescott and, and where, where do they go with Dak Prescott? And number three, if not with Dallas, if Andy Dalton goes out and wins some games – is he, uh, is he a guy that other NFL teams might be interested in? Because he's, he was and considers himself an NFL quarterback, uh, a starting quarterback. And so we'll see how that goes over the next few weeks. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if, if they go out and win some games and he plays well, does his
1: stock go up? And if so, what what does Dallas do with him? the Dalton thing is interesting. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about what happens if he plays well, and obviously if Dak hits the open market. I think it's a huge, uh, free for all because quarterbacks of that caliber just don't hit the market that often. Right. I mean, usually the free agent quarterbacks you see are journeyman guys or, um, uh, players that don't have a really proven track record. i pretty I,
0: clear. He wanted to be here.
1: Yes. I, I think you can go back to Kirk cousins and that was a big deal, but I feel like Dak is, is more proven even than Kirk cousins is. Um, and we'll see. You know, I, I know people are excited about the prospect of Andy Dalton and I understand he's better than most backups. Uh, and if he can manage the game well and make things happen, they obviously still have a chance. I, I think this is a really important game and we'll try to get back in more into this at, uh, at four fifteen, Tom, but you look at that schedule outside of these NFC East games, this Cardinals game is one of the more winnable games left on the schedule. So I know it's tough cause they have a good offense and, you're you're getting and you don't out have there, a out there, and you don't have a good defense. <laughs> but you look at some of the opponents they have coming up outside of you know the Giants and the Redskins or the football team, excuse me, and the Eagles. Uh, it's gonna be tough to find some some W. So I think we'll we'll find out a lot about this Cowboys team on Monday night and, and just how good this offense can be with, with Andy back there.
0: And, and again, are the Cowboys having to change things on offense? I, I don't think so. I think they've got enough. St- enough stuff within their system and the system of Mike McCarthy with the West coast stuff that they can find things for him. But, but again, I think they probably have to tweak him a little bit. I mean, this guy's not going to slide around and do a bunch of that, all that he's, he's got to, he's going to take the snap three-step drop and throw, or he's going to just take the snap and throw. I mean, he's got to get it out of his hands. Now they may, they may throw the deep ball because he can throw that deep ball. But so do you max protect? Do you keep an extra tight end in to block? And does the does the running back instead of being the safety valve, does he stay in and block? And is it just a is it a wide receiver on the left and a wide receiver on the right running a running a go route? I mean, how they do that, I don't know. But obviously, that offensive line's got to find a way to protect him because he's not going to be the guy like Dak was to, to buy time and and create create some opportunity with his legs.
1: And that's going to be an interesting tug of war because honestly when they've been the more successful or their most successful it's when they're going with no tight ends right it's, it's that yep. sort of spread it out you, you split Schultz out or you, you let him kind of be offset on the line you have CD Lamb in the slot you go more two wide receiver looks and that limits you know what you're doing a little bit offensively but you have to keep a clean pocket for Dalton because yeah he can move around a little bit but he's, he's certainly not Dak and the way he keeps plays alive although
0: when they when they got down 17 to 3 Somebody said, and I think it was McCarthy went t- to, to kill him, and We're going to run the football. We're mm. going to collect our breath. We're going to, and they did, and they did it well. Now uh, it was the Giants front seven that they ran the football against. So it's a different. And that animal. helps. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all right. 327. This is ESPN Central Texas. The Matt Mosley Show. Tom and Stephen in for Matt. We're back with more in a moment.
4: We're ready for some football, baby. This
11: is Dallas Cowboys football, football. 2020. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Elliot picks that up. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott Man, all along the goal line. All season. C-D-Land.
8: Tonight it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals
12: live from AT&T Stadium on
8: ESPN Central Texas.
12: You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a one eight hundred number, so why your bank? If you have to dial one eight hundred, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, Bank Central, Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
14: My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com.
15: Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard, aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station.
2: It's Ram Power Days at Cameron Auto Plex in Cameron, Texas. The 2021 models will be arriving soon, and we still have a great selection of 2020 ramps to choose from. Hurry in and save $10,000 off MSRP on a fully loaded Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab, plus competitive pickup owners get an additional $1,000 off. Or how about $6,000 off that new diesel to pull that new RV or boat? Ram Power Days won't last much longer, so make that short drive and see why everyone says it's always
16: cheaper and friendlier in Cameron
13: since 1975 schmaltz's sandwich shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches soups and salads to hungry central texans they start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South Fifth Street.
8: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
13: I'm
9: Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Smalt Sandwich Shop. The Dodgers set an MLB playoff record, scoring 11 runs in the first inning, and go on to beat the Braves 15 to three. Braves still lead that series two to one. Astros stay alive in the ALCS, hanging on for a 4-3 win last night. Rays now lead that series three to one. Dodgers and Braves tonight, 7:08 first pitch, and the Astros try and stay alive this afternoon at 4:07 first pitch, and you can catch that game over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Nick Saban will work from home as Alabama prepares for Georgia this weekend. Saban tests positive for COVID-19. Thursday night football, Georgia State and Arkansas State tonight, 6-30 kickoff. And high school football tonight, Belton takes on Colleen at Leo Buckley Stadium, 7 o'clock
8: kickoff. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Welcome back into the Matt Mosley program. Tom and Steven in for Matt here on this uh, Thursday afternoon. Getting ready for a little football and getting ready for a little baseball. Gotta love October. Baseball, uh, playoff baseball today. It's the uh, Astros and Tampa Bay coming up at the top of the hour. And, and Steven, last night the Astros uh, played well. And uh, it, it, so did Tampa Bay, quite frankly. it's just It was a good baseball game. And, and I love the way that uh, that uh, Jose Altuve is is swinging the bat, and I know that he's had some uh, throwing issues and and things of that nature. And in fact, I, I saw an interview with Steve Sachs, who former Dodger who who had the same throwing issues. But the one thing I will say about Jose Altuve hit he, he has not taken his defensive woes into the dugout and on to the offensive side. He is he is swinging it well, two for four last night. With a with a run scored and and two RBIs, including that home run, so uh, he has really really been productive on the offensive side.
1: Well, and when he hit that bomb, you could tell it just galvanized the whole dugout. I mean, he's a leader; they were behind him. They know he's struggling, and as you said, he's still leading the way on uh, on offense. And I mean, hey, good for uh, good for Houston; they survived. And can you, they win four in a row? I don't think so. I don't either. But they can't look at it like that, right? No, I mean, it's one in a row. They just got to say, hey. We we gotta win today. Now I will say I'll be curious if you win today and it's suddenly three two. The more you win, the more pressure you put on Tampa Bay.
0: That's exactly right. It, That's exactly right. Right
1: now they're still fine. Okay, you lose a game as you as you kind of pointed out. They played all right. Zach Grinky pitched well. He did what he mm-hmm. did. What aces are supposed to do in that situation, you know. He got in a jam in the sixth. Had the bases loaded, and. Dusty sort of flirted with taking him out, and he said, "No, let me let me get this guy," and he got him.
0: If he doesn't get him, I mean,
1: there was a lot
0: made of that decision. I mean, the you know maybe the game was on the line there in the sixth inning, and and, but I'm okay with living or dying with that, Grinky. Yeah, exactly. And, And and when your manager goes out and the catcher looks at the skipper and says, "This is the guy to get him out."
1: you know, go with it. Well, and I mean, the Astros' bullpen has been a lot better in the playoffs, but it's not like they've been this amazing unit all year long. So I, I was fine with it. Uh, Zach Grinky did say after the game, Zach's a funny guy, Tom. I don't know if you've ever really heard him talk now. Uh, he does – like he actually has a, a social anxiety disorder and, and some things going on. But uh, he was like, yeah, they showed some confidence in me. That's not something they've done a lot since I've been here. He's just very <laughs> just very honest, very uh, – forthright and he's fun to listen to in post game but he appreciated it and no you're right the the catcher Maldonado was like hey this is this is the guy let's get him out and they found a way to win they got to find a way to win today and uh it's gonna be tough I don't see them winning four in a row but they can't worry about that they just got to find a way to get to Friday now
0: how about the home run from Springer Mm. did you see that bomb landed on what was the what is that the fourth deck up there? Yeah, that was that was that was a majestic home run to say the least. I mean in boy he he swatted that bad boy
1: and that's what we've been talking about with the Astros all series is can these bats wake up because it was the ball was flying off the bat in LA. San Diego's uh, a deeper park it it's, doesn't play as small but they, they had a few of those last night. Now they're not scoring eight or nine runs. It's tough to do that with a, a good raised staff. But they're able to cobble together you know, a good game on the offensive front. And, um, again, the more, the longer you can make the series go, the more pressure you put on Tampa Bay to figure it out.
0: Yeah, we, we were talking about it this morning. The team in the other dugout, they're trying to. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's not like they're just going to roll over. So, uh, yeah, it was a heck of a game. And, and, and now – but, again, you spend a lot of energy when you know the pressure's on you to win. And, and it's still squarely on the shoulders – of the Houston Astros to win today. And they know that people uh, across the country don't want them to win. They know that people across the country think they're still a bunch of cheaters. They they get that.
1: Oh, it's amazing. I mean, I was flipping the dial this morning, and people do not have any sympathy for Jose Altuve. No. And I I understand it to a point. Like, I get it. He was one of the guys that that cheated, and he was part of the sign stealing scandal. But you're watching a guy just have – and he was great last night. But – over the course of the series, have a meltdown in the field. And it's all mental. You know it's all mental. Mm-hmm. Typically, we feel for people like that. And everybody knows, man, that's got to be the worst feeling in the world when you know how to do something and you just can't get past this mental block. Well, yeah, people are rooting against Jose Altuve. They don't want him to figure this thing out. They're rooting against the Astros. The Astros in general, They want yes. him to tank.
0: I mean, there's no question. So they, they know that. And, man, they've kind of just said it's us against the world. And they've kind of gone out and – and done their thing in these first two rounds, and now then they got they got in a hole three nothing to Tampa uh, before winning last night. But uh, again, that was that was a well played baseball game, and and uh, they they got it done, and so they have another opportunity today. And you're right, they can't look at it as four in a row. They got to look at it as one in a row, and
1: they got one in a row last night. And now they got to try to get one in a row here this afternoon. And Dusty Baker might be the the perfect manager for this type of situation because he has seen just about everything in baseball. He's a pretty laid back guy in general. Mm-hmm. He, the pulse isn't going to get too high for him. He's just going to say, okay, let's go play today. Let's go try to win today. And then we'll take care of Friday on Friday. Um, that that's been a really good hire for, for Houston. I, I feel like we, because there's been so much hate spewed their way. Um, he's done a heck of a job because that's, that was a tough situation he's walking into. Tom, you got a team that's already built. They're playing really well. And you're supposed to go in there and sort of steer that ship. And the regular season was not, was not good. They had the injuries, but they were able to make it to the playoffs. And they've at least, you know, made it to the LCS here. One benefit for them,
0: I don't think there's any doubt, is the fact that they played the empty stadiums. I mean, they, oh, didn't, yeah. they did not get booed unmercifully like they would have going into every ballpark this season. I mean, if they would, if it would have been a 162 season with, with, uh, with fans in the stands, uh, it may have been a different scenario because that would have been. I mean, you know, every newspaper article would have been when they were in when they were in town would have been about them. The talk shows, I mean, and, and then when they went to the ball, they couldn't have escaped it. Every every city they would have gone into, they they wouldn't have been able to escape it.
1: No way, no, no doubt. You you saw them feeling it just in spring training. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were tired of answering the questions and there were still rumors coming out like every day about it, I mean, the Altuve buzzer thing was a big deal and that was sort of past all the, the trash can banging and, and all the different ways that we knew they were, you know, trying to get around and steal signs. So it would have been incredibly difficult if they were just walking into a stadium. Cause baseball is such a grind time. You know that it's every single night. You're just trying to find a way to get your mind right. So you can play. And if you're walking into a, A place like for instance you know they would have gone to seattle which is a terrible team and you know that place would have been close to sold out just because people wanted to go there and boo the astros like they had no interest in watching the mariners play they just wanted to give the astros the business for what happened and see if they could you know see see an upset that night
0: well you 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 said it day it's a grind i mean everybody knows that you're going to win uh you know, you divide the season into thirds, and everybody's going to win about fifty-five. Everybody's going to lose about fifty-five. What do you do with that that third? That that's what determines who wins and who loses in baseball, Stephen. I mean, it's it's such a long year that even a bad team is going to win, you know, fifty-five, sixty games, and and uh, then you know what 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 do you do with? And then you're going to lose that many. I mean, even the good teams. But then what do you do with that middle third? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of determines where they go from there on the flip side up in arlington holy but mo- we were on the air when they began uh and i you know we, and started- we were on
1: the air when the game ended yes
0: too. we were and, and i'm just telling you that uh <laughs> it ended in the top of the first they were just
1: eight more innings left
0: yeah. yeah we uh uh we we started at three yesterday afternoon like we normally do and by the time they got through the top of the first we were pretty much done with this show no uh 11 runs in the top of the first inning, the most production, offensive production in a postseason game ever in Major League Baseball. That, uh, including the including the slam by Max Muncie, and 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 it wasn't a cheapy either. He got all of it.
1: And I believe it was like five nothing with two
0: outs. I mean, yeah, they did
1: ninety percent of
0: the damage with two outs. You're
1: right. The Dodgers, okay, you get off to a nice start. You're driving a few runs, and then they absolutely exploded. The Muncie grand slam was incredible. So it's intriguing. I, I was sort of trying to get the pulse of, of what the expert, experts thought today, and there were people that said, well, hey, are the Dodgers, do they have all the momentum now? Are they the favorites? And I don't really buy into momentum in baseball, but it, the it, it sets up well today if Kershaw can pitch well. And, of course, that's the question that's been the question in the playoffs for the Dodgers for a long time. If he's healthy, if those back spasms are not bothering him, and he throws well tonight, then all of a sudden it's the best of three. And I, I think the pendulum swings back to LA, but you couldn't have written a better script. I mean, you get 11 runs. Uh, your starter goes five innings. He, he wasn't real sharp, but he hung in there and allowed your bullpen to, to not get wasted on uh, Wednesday. And obviously the Braves bullpen was very taxed yesterday. So, great great win the,
0: for LA what's the Braves mindset is it oh hey that's one game you just and flush baseball's it baseball I mean or, that's all you can do or is it uh you know what uh maybe we just woke a sleeping giant I don't you know I don't know because when you look at the numbers and that's what baseball is 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 a numbers game when you look at the numbers they may be the best in the business this year at 43 and 17 in the way they play the game and and, and you're right, they, they've they've got their guy on the mound. If he goes out and pitches six or seven strong innings and they get the win today and it's two to two and they've won two in a row, you've won two in a row and now you're playing basically the best two out of three. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Dodgers' chances in that, don't you?
1: I do too. The Braves just have to, and it it's tough to ignore it, but they just have to say that was a, a fluke and we're going to come back today. I mean, 11 runs in the first inning. It's literally sure. never been done. So wipe it from your mind and try to bounce back but it's gonna be difficult because yeah the Dodgers I mean that's why the 2-0 lead was so surprising because the Dodgers have been a a buzzsaw this year I mean they've just eaten everyone alive and they looked like the most dominant team in the league going into the playoffs and, and it's just
0: strange uh, for 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 the Braves it's either 2-2 or they're up 3-1 to I mean in that just looks so totally different, and probably from a mental standpoint, it is probably totally different. All right, 343, The Matt Mosley Show. This is Ty Barfield along with Stephen Simcox. We are rolling through this Thursday afternoon. We're glad you're with us. We're going to uh, talk some high school football. We'll do it next here on ESPN Central Texas. Midway Panthers football presented by Bird Coach and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. It's an open date this week for the Panthers as they get ready for district competition. <laughs> The Panthers will open up district play on Thursday, October the 22nd when they take on Mansfield. Our coverage of Panthers football will begin at 630 with the pregame. The kickoff and all the action at 7 o'clock. <laughs> it's the Panthers in Mansfield, Thursday, October 22nd on ESPN Central Texas.
17: The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgin Ford. When it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Berg-Kolgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class. The number one Mustang, Explore, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Berg-Kolgen Ford proudly supports all Central Texas student-athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Berg-Kolgen Ford. Berg-Kolgen Ford, trusted since 1936.
0: Hey, it's uh, it's it's time to talk about our good friends over at Cooper Clinic, Dr. Tyler Cooper of Dallas. Uh, your health is is your responsibility, and we all know that. And you control what you can control to live a better life, and you control what you put in your body. One thing we can all do is control what what we consume. Most of us don't get the proper amount of vitamins and minerals, and that we need. Uh, so there's supplements, and supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's a comprehensive multivitamin like a basic one multivitamin, advanced omega 3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better. Cooper Complete Nutrition, uh, Nutritional Supplements has what your body needs. So check out Cooper Clinic. Cooper Complete has a special offer just for the Matt Mosley listeners. You buy any two bottles of Cooper Complete vitamins or supplements, and you're going to get a bottle absolutely free. All you have to do is use the the coupon code. Go to coopercomplete.com and enter the coupon code ESPN. 2020. That's coopercomplete.com, and the coupon code is ESPN2020. Three bottles of Cooper Complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code ESPN2020 at coopercomplete.com. Live longer, live better with Cooper Complete supplements.
9: What do you call a spicy, crispy, flavor-packed, perfectly marinated chicken filet that's spicy on the inside, topped with fresh veggies, tangy pickles, and mayo? Some might call it the sandwich of their dreams, but if you're within range of a Whataburger, you could just call it lunch. Introducing the new limited time spicy chicken sandwich. Sounds like the perfect way to spice up your next meal. It's everything you could ever want from a sandwich and it's available now. So get to Whataburger and get your hands on it yourself.
18: What you do in privacy is your own business what you do in public with your truck. Well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit, or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires, or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit for Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco.
12: Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis' personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit Coriolhealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home.
8: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Smalt Sandwich Shop. The Dodgers set an MLB playoff record, scoring 11 runs in the first inning and go on to beat the Braves 15-3. Braves still lead that series 2-1. Astros stay alive in the ALCS, hanging on for a 4-3 win last night. Rays now lead that series 3-1. Dodgers and Braves tonight, 7 first pitch, and the Astros try and stay alive this afternoon at 4 first pitch, and you can catch that game over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Nick Saban will work from home as Alabama prepares for Georgia this weekend. Saban tests positive for COVID COVID-19. Thursday night football, Georgia State and Arkansas State tonight, 6 30 kickoff. And high school football tonight, Belton takes on Colleen
8: at Leo Buckley Stadium, 7 o'clock kickoff. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: 349 11 minutes in front of 4 o'clock. Welcome back into the Matt Mosley show brought to you in part by Central National Bank. Tom Barfield, Stephen Simcox in for Matt this afternoon. We're glad you're with us. I was, uh, Stephen, I was just looking at the district, district 11 3A standings and man, it is crazy just how everybody in that league is all bunched up. You got three teams at 2-1. and one. You have uh, a couple of teams that won and one. You've got uh, a couple of teams with just a couple of losses. So I mean, everybody's right in in the mix through uh, the first uh, the first three games of the season. It is it's wild just how how close these teams are. And that's what we have been talking about for the last several weeks. Just how everybody's just been kind of uh, beating up on each other in this league. And you know you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna have you may have two or three losses getting into the playoffs and you're going to have a couple of teams that are pretty good that aren't going to make the playoffs. So it, that's just, uh, that's just one of those, uh, very difficult leagues. And it is, uh, it's impressive. I mean, you got McGregor at two and one, Rockdale's at two and one and, and Cameron Yo's at two and one, Troy and Lorena are at both at one and one Academy is at one and two. And then Codwell's at 0 oh and two. They had the open uh, last week, but I mean, you know, you've know, you got everybody within a couple of games of each other uh, through the first two or three weeks.
1: And some big games this week. Mm-hmm. Lorena McGregor, Yo and Troy. That district is, is incredible. I mean, as you mentioned there, only three weeks in and everybody already has a loss. It's going to be like that all season long. It'll be fun. It's probably going to come down to some point differentials, that type of thing, I would imagine, to decide who goes to the playoffs and, Whoever finishes fourth in that district's going to be really good. Whoever finishes fifth in that district is going to be a pretty good team. It's just uh, it's a grind every single week, and there have been some knockdown dragout games. I mean that McGregor Troy game last week was exhausting. It was incredible, fifty-eight fifty-seven. Your final score. Yo fell to Rockdale, and they turned around and beat a, a really good uh, Academy team. Rockdale lost to McGregor and they turned around and won a big rivalry game against yo. So flip a coin when it comes to that district, as far as picking who wins, because it's, it's just week to week.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's wild. I mean, fun to watch. I, I wouldn't imagine it's a whole lot of fun to coach in right now because you have, uh, I would think some gray hairs are yeah, growing in that league. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you stop and think about the Lorena Leopards and coach Ray balls. He's, he's in the four, uh, a district that has Conley, uh, Conlin Salado and all those guys. and, uh, because of numbers, uh, they they dropped down to three A and, and and look at the league. Hey, we're it must to, be like I thought
1: this was gonna be easier. Yeah. What happened?
0: We're gonna move you into three A, Coach. Congratulations. Oh, by the way, you get to play McGregor and Rockdale and Cameron and Troy and and Academy and well, welcome to three A. So uh it has been a uh, it has been an interesting uh, an interesting transition and and again we knew going in that that district was gonna be fun to watch and again it has been. I mean. Uh, from a fan's perspective and and, and spectators uh, view and particularly if you don't have a dog in the hunt Steven I mean seriously if you're just if you're like us and and just love high school football I I can't wait to get to the scores and start checking out the scores every Friday night to see who did what in, in this league because it's so much fun and there's so much it's just there's so much equality within the league I mean there's you can't Put your
1: finger on a clear-cut favor. At least I don't think you can. Yesterday, we were talking about where would you go if you had a free Friday night, Mm -hmm. which is is Tom's big question as we get ready for uh, tomorrow night because he doesn't have his typical midway game. And, I mean, one thing you could do is just get on the app and and see what that district schedule (laughs) is like and go to the game closest to you because – it's uh it's a dogfight every single week. Oh yeah, I mean there's uh
0: just terrific games uh, throughout that league and all across Central Texas. I mean we were talking about it earlier. I mean you got Grandview and West. You got uh, as we uh, we mentioned McGregor and Lorena and Cameron and and Troy. Don't forget down the, down the interstate in Salado, you got the the China Spring Cougars and and the Salado Eagles. And man, uh, don't and Rio and Crawford one six and one one six no should be fun. So there's some games. There's some games in in and around Central Texas. So uh, and again, I don't know all of the particulars when it comes to each individual school. You know, the days of hey, let's just show up and, and, and park and go buy a ticket. Those days I think are over for most places. So uh, he. Uh, so I, I. You know, I think you he, you he, we, we would be in our best interest to uh, to check and see what the what the protocol is to 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 purchase a ticket to to a game i mean there's some places i don't even think are selling games on friday night uh I, i think you have to purchase those tickets in advance so uh you know we'll have to check that out but i promise you uh we're gonna find a we're gonna find a game on friday night to go to and we'll uh We'll, we'll, we'll go from there so it's a I think 54. we're going to get
1: coach on uh, after the break here okay so we'll talk with uh, Ronnie Striplin we'll take a break and we'll talk to him at four o'clock
0: all right sounds good uh, so we'll step aside and when we come back we'll have Ronnie Striplin from Dawson we'll do that when we continue here on ESPN Central Texas at CNC Collision Center they handle any paint
7: or body work job in fact they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do but that's not all they do at CNC they can take care of all auto repairs if your AC is on the fridge one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So
3: for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game.
5: At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families fishing and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Illumicraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Illumicraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center I-35 at Loop 340 South or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Hey, have you thought about
6: buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you not enough money for down payment or low credit score neighborworks waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense plus to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started neighborworks waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way.
12: You wouldn't call your doctor accountant or mechanic using a 1-800 number so why your bank if you have to dial 1-800 you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you come to central national bank and experience the difference bank different bank central central national bank member fdic
19: citizen state bank is excited about central texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, T, West, and Whitney.
20: If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at citizensstatebanktx.com.
19: Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success.
20: Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
12: Good luck to the Midway Panthers as they continue their tradition of excellence this season. At Wilkerson Hatch Bailey, we also carry traditions. I'm Brooklyn Bailey. For 95 years our family has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services and celebrations custom to your loved ones. From intimate memorials to large celebrations, we believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to your family. Learn more at WHBFamily.com.
8: KRZI Waco. K222 DC Waco.
11: station is now the ultimate
0: power in the universe. K265
8: DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas.
0: Straight up and down 4 o'clock here on a Thursday afternoon. This is... This is the Matt Mosley Show. Tom Barfield in for Matt, along with Stephen Simcox. We're going to talk some high school football. We're going to welcome into the program the uh, head coach of the uh, Dawson Bulldogs, Coach Ronnie Stripplin. Ronnie, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? I'm great. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. I'm sure you're just kicked back with a glass of lemonade and just enjoying your Thursday before y'all play tomorrow night. Yeah,
21: sure, man. That's what us two A coaches do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were telling me that you had to get the field ready for some junior high and some JV and all kinds of fun things going on at your place. So, uh, you betcha. Let, let's talk a little bit about your football team. 4-3, uh, and three in, in, in where are you right now in your opinion uh, as far as where your offense and defense is and, and how you're playing? Uh,
21: we're still trying to replace the seniors we lost last year. And get everything to gel correctly on both sides of the ball. Our defense is farther along than our offense, but uh, we have the talent. We just hadn't put it all together yet.
0: Uh, you're coming off a 43-14 win uh, over Axel this uh, this past week. So it, it, when you, when you go back and look at that game film, did you start? Are you starting to see the things from your football team that, that you feel like you need to see in order to to be successful?
21: Yes, I, I saw it in the second half last week. The first half, we still did some uh, you know, bonehead things, but in the second half, we started to actually make things happen that are supposed to and do what we're coached to do.
0: Talk a little bit about uh DeMaria Hamilton. Uh, he was named the uh, Built Ford Tough Texas Player of the Week in Class 2A. He played well on both sides of the football. But talk about this young man and what he brings to your football team.
21: Well, he moved here when he was a freshman. And uh, since he's been here, he has been a great kid for us. He's good in the classroom. He's good on the field. He learns every spot on offense. I can put him in any position I want. Same thing on defense. He's just an all-around great kid, and we're just blessed to have him here.
0: Coach, he goes out and carries it 16 times for 306 yards, six touchdowns, and has uh, seven tackles in the football game. So uh, I am I was just kind of curious. We were talking in here, if uh, in the studio, if, if maybe he even – Maybe drove the bus and and went and picked up the burgers after the game or something. I mean, what a kid!
21: I guarantee if we asked him to, he would. He would sure try. I don't know if he could drive the bus, but he'd sure try.
0: <laughs> a three hundred. Have you, how many times in your career have you had a three hundred yard rusher in one football game?
21: Uh, that's the second time this year, and his brother did it earlier this year. Wow! I mean, what, well, that's crazy.
0: What, what a combination! Uh, I guess that's Jamari. we're talking about.
21: Yes, sir, his twin brother. He did it earlier this year, and then DeMaria did it this time with more touchdowns, so he says he has bragging rights.
0: Pretty cool thing, though, to get the Built for Tough Texas Player of the Week award, and and uh, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of presentation or maybe already has been, but that's kind of a cool uh, individual honor, but it's also a team honor, isn't it, Coach, when you talk about the offensive line having to create holes and things of that nature? Sure.
21: Uh, our offensive line has done a pretty good job all year. Uh, there was two of those long touchdown runs that he wasn't even touched. He got to the third level without even being touched. So our offensive line's done pretty good.
1: Coach, you mentioned your uh, defense being ahead of your offense and, and the scores so far this year are really reflecting that, especially the last few weeks. What's kind of been the key to your guys being able to play uh, fast on that side of the ball?
21: Well, we the kids that we lost from last year were not – uh, in nearest key positions on the defensive side, so a lot of these kids playing this year got playing time last year. Another thing, I mean, our defense is really aggressive. Uh, we we do a really good job at stopping the run. We got to work on our pass defense, but stopping the run, we're aggressive.
0: Ronnie, I, I thought that you would tell us the reason your team plays so well is because their uniforms are so pretty, but uh, you you haven't even mentioned mentioned that. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> nope. We're pretty plain. Uh,
10: oh, man.
0: Hey, Roddy, I know you're busy. We appreciate the time. Again, uh, congratulate uh, that young man for us. A, a great honor and a great honor for, for your program as well. The uh, Built for t- Tough uh, tough Texas Player of the Week for uh, Damari Hamilton. And we, we congratulate you guys and, and wish you the best of luck the rest of the way. I
21: greatly appreciate it. Thank you,
0: All sir. All right, see you, Ronnie. Ronnie Stripling, the head coach. I've known Ronnie for a long time. Uh, it's 4.06 here at ESPN Central Texas, and this is the Matt Mosley Show brought to you in part by Central National Bank. Tom and Stephen, and we're glad you're with us here on this um, on this Thursday afternoon. Now, Stephen, you you got to know that... Uh, I, I, I just broke a, a cardinal rule in radio, you know, inside no joke. inside jokes, but I, I, was, I caught it. I was the the uniform sales representative for, uh, for coach Stripling and, and those Dawson Bulldogs. Are they black and gold? They are indeed hmm. little Vegas gold. Little Vegas, you know, so you should be familiar did, with the Little yeah, Vegas I know. Gold. Sound,
1: sounds like sounds like my hometown. Not old gold,
0: not new gold, <laughs> Vegas gold. So, uh,
1: but yeah, that was a really cool honor for Demarie. I mean, anytime, you know how many games there are on a Friday night in the state sure. of Texas, Tom, and they're absurd numbers every single week. So if you're the player of the week in the state of Texas, that's a huge deal. And, and Dawson had lost a few games in a row, so bouncing back with a win over Axel. Uh, and man, I was struck, you know, we talked about the defense. They've, they've had a couple of shutouts this year. They've held teams to 21, 14, 17 points. So that's been an emphasis for them. And he said, Hey, a lot of that's just because we players, we lost some of them were, were bigger factors on the offensive side of the ball. And our defense really hasn't skipped a beat. So I think that's going to show up big defense and running the football which is something they seem to do well. That's going to show up big later in the season.
0: Don't you just love it though when coaches don't give us coach speak when when they are just painfully honest about where they are and what and what's going on with their football team? I mean, you got guys that you know, well, well we're, we're we're this and we're you know, and then you got guys right there who said, hey, we got a, we had a bunch of kids graduate
1: and we're not there yet. I mean, so maybe maybe uh, heard the Abbott coach on game time yesterday, <laughs> who basically said, hey, my guys weren't watching film last year. Mm-hmm. They're doing that this year, so that's helpful.
0: Yeah, they weren't, weren't reading their, uh, their uh, game plans and, and setting their game plans, and they weren't watching video and, and doing the right things. Uh, 407 here on, uh, on uh, a Thursday afternoon. They're getting ready to go in, uh, in San Diego. looks like another Chamber of Commerce type day in San Diego, about 81, 82 degrees as uh, Garcia goes through the warm-up tosses. and uh, Yeah,
1: young Luis Garcia. 23, only, huh? Only five uh, career games above Class A. So big task today. I imagine this is a, a bullpen day for the most part, Tom, and they're just trying to get him through a few innings or sort of as long as he can go. But uh, Astros trying to stay alive again.
0: Uh, and the fact that he
1: doesn't have 45,000 fans
0: screaming at him, I mean, that's got to help.
1: Yeah, I would think so. And this Ray's offense has been okay. They're not you know, a team that pounds the ball quite like the Astros are. Still, a lot of pressure though. You got to go out here and, and give your chance team to or give your team a chance to win.
0: All right, four oh eight. We're going to step aside, and uh, when we come back, we will uh, we'll get into uh, some more uh, football, and and uh, we'll get into some college no- news and notes with Campus Confidential. That's coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox
2: 44 weather update. I'm chief meteorologist Michael Lapointe. We've had a pretty strong front move through the area today. Notice the windy conditions, the cloudy skies that we have out there, and some spots this evening may see some patchy areas of drizzle. Not everybody will see it, but eventually overnight tonight we'll start to clear it out. Low temperatures will fall to around 54 degrees. Mostly sunny skies. Tomorrow looks like a pretty nice day. It's going to be a cool day with a high of 72 Right now, we're looking mostly clear for high school football, kickoff temperatures hovering in the low to mid-60s, and then eventually overnight with clear skies. We dropped to 47 by early on Saturday, and mostly sunny on Saturday. It's going to be a warmer day with a high of 79. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com. For any changes in the weather.
5: At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I 35 at Loop 340 South, or visit Marineland. WacoYamaha.com. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats
1: and Eats. This 1950s style diner serves one-of-a-kind sandwiches on their homemade bread, salads, soups, pies, cakes, and cookies, all made fresh daily. Enjoy Fox's Treats and Eats malts, shakes, floats, and sundaes while enjoying music from the 50s. Fox's Treats and Eats, adjacent to the Cedar Chest Antique Mall, Highway 84 near McGregor.
6: Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox, NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you not enough money for down payment or low credit score NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense plus to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way.
17: I am Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season. Bird Colgen Ford's a proud support of the best high school football teams in Texas, right here in Central Texas. And Bird Colgen Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F 150, 43 years in a row. Nominate your Ford Tough Player of the Week at FordPlayerOfTheWeek.com. Bird Colgen Ford, the right choice since 1936.
14: My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home by visiting nationalguard.com.
15: Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard, aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. I'm Garrett Ross, the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update, brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. After receiving an outpouring of support after a devastating injury, Dak Prescott had a message for the people.
10: What's up everyone? Just want everyone to know that I'm doing well. Um, And I can't thank you enough for all your your love, your support, your prayers. Um, Over the last few days, they've been more than overwhelming. Um, from from teammates to family to friends uh, to fans I don't know to former and current players around the league and players around um, all sports. I uh, just wanted to say thank you. Uh, they're definitely appreciated and received well. The Houston Rockets are making major moves.
15: Daryl Moria stepped down as GM of the Rockets and will be replaced by Executive VP of Basketball Operations,
8: Raphael Stone. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
0: Again, Tom Barfield and Stephen Simcox in for Matt on this Thursday, and it's time now for Campus Confidential.
1: Stephen, what do you got for us? Well, I'll provide an update on uh, Alabama head coach Nick Saban. So Coach Saban is still asymptomatic as of today. That, was given, that report was given out earlier this morning. He tested positive yesterday, as did uh, the Alabama athletic director, and both are now in isolation at their house. Nick Saban still communicating with the team over Zoom. Zoom, excuse me. Heather Dinich from ESPN said today she got confirmation from the SEC office that he could still come back for the Georgia game if he had three negative tests in a row.
0: That would be yesterday, today, and tomorrow.
1: I guess that would be today, tomorrow, maybe Saturday, Saturday morning. <laughs> hmm. It's obviously a small window. Very. But if he's asympt- if he's asymptomatic and he has three straight days of negative test, then he could potentially come coach Alabama. Georgia is still on, even though he did test positive, positive. and that's one interesting aspect to me, Tom, because I would think. Now, the definition of close contact is being in an area less than six feet apart for more than 15 minutes. I feel like that might apply to like the whole Alabama coaching staff. Wouldn't you think? Now, I don't know that for sure because I'm not in the building, but unless they're meeting virtually out of precaution, I just can't imagine that they're going to have their full coaching staff available. Steve Sarkeesian has been named the head coach for now or the acting guy on the field, Nick Saban. Still, obviously, head coach. But I'm just not sure I I see a scenario where the coaches will be available on Saturday, Tom. No, it it is.
0: It's a it's a strange scenario, and you know we were talking uh, kind of off off the path here a little bit. Uh, South Lake Carroll, the Dragons, uh, perennial power in, in in the Metroplex, their game with Denton Geyer has had to be uh, canceled because of a, a COVID situation, but yet we read that their freshman and JV game are going to continue as scheduled against Denton Guy. And I'm thinking, how can that be? If, if you've got one person, that's what they said, it's one person with a positive test. If you've got one person in your, in your football program, your athletic department, that has yeah, it's caused the varsity to cancel, why would the freshman and JV game proceed? So there's all kinds of little
1: different rules and regs that I just don't understand. And we've seen high schools be very cautious with this. I think when Brownwood shut down for a couple of weeks, they had one positive test. Mm-hmm.
0: So, but did they shut down the entire football program or just the varsity football program? I mean, that's what's going on at South Lake Carroll. Sounds like the freshmen and JV are proceeding on as usual.
1: My understanding was they shut everything down at Brownwood, right? I guess at South Lake Carroll, maybe the the three teams are separated enough because it's such a big the facilities then, facility and that they can get away with that or do that or feel comfortable with it. But that's the thing with high school and kind of everyone handling it. The best way they see fit is you get these wild sort of pendulum swings between one school handles it one way and one school handles it another quick baseball update Astros Rays going on and Springer Springer led off in the bottom of the first for the Astros with a home run. So it's one, nothing Houston in the, uh, in the bottom of the first inning there, Tom.
0: All right, uh, 418, what else do we have as far as campus confidential is concerned, Stephen?
1: Great question. Uh, So, yeah, Nick Saban could possibly be in the mix for that game against Georgia on Saturday. Also, Texas Tech made a quarterback change today. Alan Bowman had been their starter for the first few games of the season. Matt Wells announced today that Henry Columbia is now QB1. He said uh, in a press conference, we're going to make a change at quarterback. Henry's going to start the West Virginia game. I think he's coming and played well. The quarter he got this past week against Iowa State. And the three-plus quarters he played against Kansas State, I thought he was aggressive, and uh, he jump-started the offense. So, Alan Bowman is now the second quarterback. He's essentially gotten benched in favor of uh, Henry Columbia's Texas Tech tries to find a way to climb back in this thing. They're they're having a really rough start to Big Twelve play, and,
0: and they have some time now because they are open this week. Remember, there's only one with the uh, Baylor Oklahoma State game being postponed or, uh, or or yeah postponed or delayed until December the twelfth. There's only one game being played in the Big Twelve, and that is West Virginia and Kansas. So Tech has some time. To to get him ready, and I, I guess it's probably Stephen why they de- decided that this was the right time to make make that move to get him some uh, to get him the number one snaps for several practices before they go play against West Virginia.
1: Definitely try to give him some reps with the ones before you go out there and play real deal games. And this is kind of fascinating because Tom, this is the one thing that Tech has done well for a long time. And and you look at these scores, they did score fifty six against Texas, even though. <laughs> The Texas defense kind of makes that look less impressive yeah. by the day. But the last two games, 21 points against Kansas State, 15 against Iowa State. And then, of course, they had that that scare against Houston Baptist in the opener where they won 35-33. So trying to get some energy. And I feel really bad for Alan Bowman. He had the, the punctured lung his freshman year. He had another serious injury last season. And now he's trying to come back. and But, Tom, it's just not working. And, and he lost his job.
0: And, and didn't the kid – That's going to move into the starting role. Isn't he a transfer from Utah State where a lot of the coaches have come from? A lot of the staff has come from. So I think he's a guy that is familiar with the coaching staff, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, that may may play a
1: role in this decision-making process. I think that's true. I can do a, a quick Google search here in a minute. And you know, Jet Duffy who started most of last season, and I'm not even sure where Jet ended up because he was supposed to go to Tulane, but then had some academic issues there. He, he probably be starting right now he played pretty well, but I guess he just figured Bowman was going to get that job when he got back and he ended up trying to leave and uh, it just didn't work out, Tom. So yeah, uh, some musical chairs are at the quarterback position, but Henry Columbia is going to get a chance to start now in Lubbock, and we'll sort of see where we go from there. Some exciting news for Baylor fans. Uh, I know everybody loves Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. I saw today that Dave Campbell, they also do a Texas Basketball Magazine, and the cover this year for the 2020-2021 preview is uh, it's the Baylor men's basketball team. It's a picture of Davion Mitchell, uh, Mark Vidal, Jared Butler, and Macy Oteague. The headline is Run It Back. So they did profile on, on Scott Drew's squad. High expectations for this group, Tom, as they're going to start right before Thanksgiving to make a run at it. Obviously, last year got shut down because of COVID-19. They couldn't play in the tournament. But they got most of these guys back, and uh, they're going to try to make a, a run at, you know, a Final Four national title again this year. With a, a squad that's just absolutely loaded, Tom.
0: Does that magazine cover look strange to you, Dave Campbell's Texas basketball? It just <laughs> looks that just doesn't. I mean, it's I'm so accustomed to seeing Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, to see that it, it it's a it's a different look. I mean, it's it's very unique and interesting.
1: Well, and one weird thing about it too is typically you know they would do the photo shoot themselves because of COVID apparently David Kay and like the Baylor folks did this, did this photo shoot and then sent it off to the Dave Campbell's folks for editing because they couldn't allow those people in their facility. But this is going to be a really fun Baylor team getting Jared Butler and Macy Oteague back was huge. And I don't know, maybe if Macy Oteague actually said, if the pandemic wasn't going on, he probably would have moved on. If not to the NBA to some sort of pro basketball, um, organization and, and jared butler and i was considering that too but they're gonna get those back those guys back for at least one more season and you know they got some transfers in there as well it, scott drew has done a really nice job in in waco obviously over the course of his career but especially the last few years they've become a, a real force again tom
0: indeed and you know you love to see nice guys finish first and he is one of the nicest that you'll uh you'll ever want to meet and I can't wait till we get the opportunity to start talking to him and and visiting with uh, with coach Drew. He used to used to come on with us all the time uh, back of the day and look forward to visiting with him again as the uh, the Bears get ready for a, a basketball season and hopefully and I know Stephen that there's a there's games being, you know, the the, the pandemic has is caused problems for scheduling on the basketball side as well. I just hope they get to play their games and have their conference schedule and in, in all of those things. And, and you know, w- we didn't get to have March Madness a year ago. Mm-hmm. And, man, uh, y- and I understand we've said it a million times, health comes first, and we understand that. But, boy, that is one of those events that, you know, you may be just a, a medi- you know, just an average basketball fan. It's it's not, you know, but, man, when March Madness rolls around, your television is just, it's you're locked in on that Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, especially that first week when there's, the twos and the fifteens going down to the wire and you know what a great event what a great event that is
1: there's nothing like it when it's wall-to-wall basketball coverage and some really great non-conference games are going to play Gonzaga they're going to play Seton Hall Villanova it's going to be a condensed non-conference schedule but they're going to make the most of it that Gonzaga game is probably going to be number one versus number two so we'll find out in a hurry just how well this team gels together and how good they're going to be but yes they I believe at all costs will find a way to get March Madness Done in the spring, and that will be a very welcome sight. Sure,
0: it uh, should be a lot of fun, and look forward to it. Last night, uh, Coach Kim Mulkey was on with John Morris on the Baylor Hour, and uh, you know, the, talking about uh, there. Uh, have we not just? grown accustomed to knowing that the lady bears are going to be in the mix for a championship. And I'm not talking about a conference championship. I'm talking about a championship and man, sometimes it's unfair to their, to that program to, to have that expectation, but mm-hmm. they set the bar. I mean, they won so many stinking games over the years that they've
1: set the bar. Uh, and, and we just kind of sit back and watch. They're incredible. And, and the consistency there has been just otherworldly. worldly. So it was fun to hear from Coach Mulkey, and I know she'll have uh, the ladies ready for, for the winter. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. All right, that is Campus Confidentials 426. When we come back, we'll get you an update on some baseball and a whole lot more. This is the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. This high school football coaches show with McGregor head coach Mike Shields is brought to
19: you by Benchmark Mortgage, Pascal Insurance and Real Estate, TFNB, your bank for life,
11: and Star Text Propane.
1: Coach, you, you kind of knew based on just what I talked with you about last week. You sort of knew that game might might play out that way. Uh, but your defense did come up with some big stops later in that game. Um, what eventually helped them kind of settle down and, and, and lock in and get some stops later on.
22: You know, you know what we did is our our defense coordinator Gene Griffin. You know, I mean, we just kept putting. More people down on the line. <laughs> you know, we went from a from a five-man line defensive line to a six to a seven. You know, it, as many as we could put down there, we were putting down there, and uh, that tells you how good Troy is and how good the running back is. But uh, um, you know, it, it, we just put put as many as we could up the, on the line and tried not to let him get loose.
9: What does it say about your offense being able to go back out there and just keep grinding with that offensive line? I'm sure that some of those play that defensive line as well, but having enough under their legs to keep the offense just one step ahead.
22: You know, you know that, and we've talked about that because early on the season, we were getting tired, you know, whether like you're talking about, we've got several of those guys, Will Allison, Reese Huffman, man, they don't come off the field. They go from offensive tackle to defensive tackle, but. But now we've we've played ourselves into shape, like everybody. You know, this is week that was our seventh game, so uh, you know, and then you had two or three weeks of two days before that, and uh, like I said, they they finally played themselves into shape, and uh, and now they can go a full game.
9: How important is it for you to take that momentum that you have rolling right now on the road to take on the Leopards this week?
22: Yeah, I mean it's huge. You know, we don't want to. To, you know, we, three weeks ago we, we beat Rockdale and then we came to Academy and, and showed up showed up late. You know, we didn't get off to a good start. So, we've got to learn our lesson from that and and not let it happen this week because Lorena's just as good as everybody else in this district. I mean, they, they barely lost to Troy and uh, if you don't show up, you're going to leave with a loss and we can't have that right now.
8: ESPN Central Texas.
16: TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With 5 locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, Your Bank for
0: Life. Member FDIC. It's football season, and the holidays are just around the corner. Since most of us are tailgating and celebrating at home this year, you may consider getting that outdoor grill or even a full outdoor kitchen this year. Come visit StarTex Propane showrooms where they carry a full line of outdoor propane grills, kitchens, and even turkey fryers. They can even help with professional installation with trained service techs who follow all COVID guidelines. Check them out at StarTexPropane.com or on Facebook. StarTex Propane.
13: Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Central, and Hoheim Prairie. Their real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out, 401 South Madison and McGregor, or learn more at psrealtors.com.
11: We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Elliot picks that up. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott man, all along the goal line. All season. CD Lamb. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance.
9: Monday
8: night. It's your Cowboys at the Arizona Cardinals. Live from AT&T Stadium. On ESPN Central Texas. Go.
0: 431, welcome back in to the Matt Mosley Show. Tom Barfield, Steven Simcox, glad you're with us on a Thursday afternoon. They are in the uh, second inning. In San Diego and the Astros hanging on to that one-nothing lead. And again, Stephen, a win here would make it a 3-2 series. And boy, then it's nail biting time, isn't it, for the for the Tampa Bay Rays? Yeah. And, and how about Springer
1: hitting another bomb? He's been incredible. And those leadoff home runs. That certainly energizes you dugout a little bit. So one nothing Astros, uh, Luis Garcia on the mound for Houston. And yeah, if you win today then you put more pressure on Tampa Bay. If it gets to a game seven, then all <laughs> the pressure is firmly on the Rays. So they they want to get this done. They want to get out of here and move on to the world series. The longer the, the Strohs can extend this, the honestly they're playing with house money at this point. Nobody expects them to win. So you just keep churning away and, and try to trying to find a way to get a victory.
0: Yeah. If you're Tampa Bay, you want to finish it today then you want to just kick back, get your your pitching realigned, and you want the Dodgers and the Braves to play extra innings for the next three or four nights, and and, uh, you want them to burn as much pitching as possible, and you want to get your team in. And again, trying to put it back together, is difficult, Stephen, because there's just there's no off time. I mean, there is a, a day's difference between the American League series and the National League series, and that's you know I think it's pretty obvious why they did that. They started this series on a Sunday so that uh, when it's concluded, if it goes all seven games, then they can get back to Arlington. So they they started them a day early as compared to uh, what the American League got to, got done. Uh, so. We'll see. Hey, I wanted to pass this along to you because th- this is uh, from a former Cowboy player personnel director and uh, one of the guys that really was an architect in building the the original Dallas Cowboys along with Tex Ram, the general manager, and uh, head coach Tom Landry. There was Gil Brandt. And, and Gil Brandt, I mean, he, he knew players. So, But Gil Brandt texted out uh, or tweeted out and John McClain retweeted it that Kyler Murray when he goes into AT&T Stadium on, uh, on Monday night, is 6-0 and in that stadium, including three state championships as the quarterback of Allen. He also won a couple other games, uh, playoff games as the quarterback of Allen, and then he won a game as the Oklahoma quarterback at AT&T Stadium. So he's a perfect 6-0 and when he strolls into AT&T Stadium.
1: That's not bad. Uh, that that's not bad at all. Where did did you get to see much of Kyler when he was at Allen? Uh no, not much. I mean, I did see him a couple times uh,
0: uh playing in those championship games mm-hmm. uh and again, just a he's spectacular. I mean, just a special guy, but you know, every when he got to AM for for whatever reason it just didn't kind of click there, but man, he gets to Norman and all of a sudden there he goes and you and don't forget. This is a guy that uh, a lot of us thought, you know what? He he's got a longer and more consistent career coming in baseball, and there was money on top of money on the table for him uh, with with the Oakland Athletics, I believe. Yes, they drafted him, and uh, he decided that uh, football was his route. And uh, you know, and you start screaming, you go, "Hang on a second! You're just not big enough to play in the N- NFL." Uh, yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. I mean, we were anybody who thought that he could not play at that, at that level because of his size. We're wrong. I mean, I remember again, you go back and think about Robert Griffin, the third Stephen. I mean, here's a guy that was actually bigger than, than, uh, than Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. And, but kind of the similar thing that he liked to run with the football. He liked to, you know, get out in space and do some things. And man, Robert took some vicious licks in his career. Uh, playing, and, and that was what everybody was afraid of with Kyler Murray is that he, you know, this guy's just going to get, get, get pummeled. And so far, he is—he's
1: proven—he's proven his credit's wrong. And both those guys have incredible arm talent. Oh, unbelievable! Kyler is, is an interesting case, and you're right. He was drafted by the A's. Everybody said his route was baseball because of his height. And I remember when the rumbling started. I can't remember who it was, but they just sort of threw out on. What used to be Golik and Wingo. Hey, I think the Cardinals might be interested in Kyler Murray because they hired Cliff Kingsbury and they had the first pick. And everyone sort of laughed it off. And it was like, okay, that's... I mean, that is an interesting little association because Kingsbury knew Kyler at A&M and obviously he played against him at OU. But that's not going to happen. And then by the time the draft rolled around, it was almost like he had been coronated as the number one pick. There was a big deal about his measuring him at the combine. Like, was he actually (laughs) five nine because some guys were like, Oh no, you know, he's actually six feet. Like he's not as, he's not as short as you, as you think. Anyway, it's all worked out and he's so it's hard to describe, but he's so fast and he looks so fast. Like he looks like he's running, at a different speed than everyone else. Some one, somebody once told me he glides. Yeah, and somebody once told me he runs like a kid that just broke something. <laughs> and it sounds like that. That's a perfect description. I mean, it it's like he just did something he knows he's gonna get in trouble for and he's getting out of there. But he's been fantastic and an incredible high school football player. Obviously, those Allen teams were Whoa. loaded. Yeah. But he was special. Did you think
0: when the initial conversation started, kind of trickling out as you as you mentioned about him going football over baseball, did you think that this is maybe coming out of his camp? So maybe the baseball dollars may start to move north, you know? And mm. I, I mean, that kind of crossed my mind. I said, you know, he's going, he's a ba- he's going to go play baseball, and this is this is going to get him a couple more bucks. But that wasn't the case at all. I mean, he, his, his, his intent clearly was to go play in the National Football League.
1: He was a football guy all the way. Now, he, he did play baseball at Oklahoma and was a good player there. But that football was his passion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like winning the Heisman Trophy and still getting doubted probably put a huge chip on his shoulder. Like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to go. I could play either, but I'm going to go prove that I can play football because people just seem to assume – and think that I'm going to go the baseball route. Great for him, though. He's he's found a way to make it work. And the Cardinals—that's an organization with some energy now, some promise—and they're going out and trying to make moves. I mean, they went and made that trade. They flee. I think they fleeced the Texans by getting DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. But they said, okay, he showed some some things last year. We'll go get you a big time wide receiver. Then there are guys,
0: Stephen, as you know, that can that have done both. I mean, Deion Jack, uh, Deion. Uh, Sanders comes to mind and of course Bo Jackson comes to mind but man you're talking about a quarterback and you're talking about the face of the franchise and you're talking about a franchise player that's not going to happen but uh, again I I truly believe with his athleticism that he has the ability to to play at a high level in both sports now again I don't think it'll ever happen because of what position he plays in the National Football League and what he means to that franchise but I don't it, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if if you know, if one day he walked out there and said, "I'm playing baseball," and I think he could do it and do it at a high level.
1: What's been your experience with college baseball coaches when they have kids that can do both, and, and sort of how they handle well,
0: it? Well, you know, what, oh, I did 14 years with 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 Baylor. I don't recall us having a having a, a, guy. a, having a guy that did that, but I would think uh, knowing Steve Smith like I do that he would he would welcome it because those guys you know, are, are again, those football players are terrific athletes. So I, I think he would have, have welcomed that, uh, that situation. And maybe there was, I just don't remember, Uh, you know, that, uh, that situation.
1: I can't really either on the Baylor front. I know Blake Shapin who is a quarterback and he also played shortstop. He's from Louisiana. He's going to try to do that at Baylor now. And the fact that coach Rod and coach Randa were able to, sort of agree that was a good idea, was one of the reasons he got there. But it's tough to do, and, and we see people do it.
0: Uh, I, I, excuse me. I'm, I remember, uh, obviously, uh, a long time ago, and I do mean a long time ago, uh, Keith Moreland did it with, uh, with Texas. He played on the football team mm-hmm. and uh, obviously was a terrific baseball player and went on to a Major League Baseball career. He did it, but I think after a while he kind of just pushed the, the football thing to the side and went straight baseball.
1: The thirty for thirty about Bo Jackson, the the documentary they did on him, is one of the most eye-opening things because I obviously didn't. I'd heard about Bo, I'd heard about the legend of him, but unbelievable, didn't really know anything about his exploits. The ability to just step off a baseball diamond, go into training camp basically cold, and then run for a thousand plus yards on a football field, never blink. It's, uh, I mean, there's not, there's no way to explain it. It's just he's better than everyone else.
0: Yeah. And, but it's also don't you think after watching that that production that it's pretty clear a body needs rest. And yes. his body didn't get it. I mean, No,
1: I mean he he if he focused on one, he probably would have broken a ton of records and yeah. stayed a lot healthier. It's it just takes a toll on you eventually.
0: Yeah, I that's why I wonder sometimes guys choose football over baseball. I'm like, man, you've got 15, 16 years in in the major league in the major league baseball ranks, where you got what seven, eight, nine, ten max, you know something like that. And on the football side, you're a running back, you're going to get pounded on, <laughs> mm-hmm. or you can play the outfield and, and play for a long time. But he, you know, he he chose to do both. So
1: well, I know. think I think part of it too has to be the appeal of if I get dra- and Kyler's was so different because he ends up getting drafted number one overall, which is mm-hmm. not what we thought was going to happen but he gets to step on the field immediately there in Arizona, as opposed to, yeah, gets the money right away, as opposed to going to, I don't know what the a single a affiliate is, but you know, cities like Scranton. Yeah. He, he wasn't going to
0: Pawtucket Tuckett like or yeah. Pawtucket yeah. And,
1: and grinding in a minor league season and trying to, to prove your place at the next level and work your way up. That's, that's a tough, <laughs> that's a tough way to make a living. I mean, it it's people love it and embrace it. And guys, get there and obviously if you're a top pick then it's a yeah, lot more you're, glamorous you're than,
0: fast tracking if, yeah. you're, if you're if you're him and so. you're also
1: getting a signing bonus that's you know you're not you're not just living off uh <laughs> you per diem every week <laughs> you guys go get on that greyhound i got my own <laughs> charter bus back here
0: all right 442 it's uh 18 in front of five and it is still one nothing in favor the astros says they look to cut into that uh, 3-1 deficit and make it a 3-2 situation however Tampa does have the bases loaded and uh, a couple of outs. So this is kind of a a big moment in the ballgame in the second inning for the Rays and the Astros. And that game is on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. It is uh, 442. This is ESPN Central Texas and the Matt Mosley Show. We're back with more in a moment.
8: Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. Now Demo got me putting some juices and berries in it, man. That thing growing better than ever. Juices and berries. Yeah, yeah. One day he, he was cutting my hair
11: and he's like, "Man, what you putting your hair?" And I was like, a "Sporting ways." He's like, "Man, you need that stuff right up there on the shelf. It's in this little purple bottle. I mean, it literally, it looks like it came out of like the Nile. It ain't got no name. It just got a symbol on it. It's kind of like
8: Prince. <laughs> it's, it is purple. Yes, <laughs> that's where it came it's, from. That's where it came from. Straight out of Prince's bathroom. Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to three on ESPN Central. Texas.
19: Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Groesbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, T, West, and Whitney.
20: If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at CitizensStateBankTX.com.
19: Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success.
20: Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
15: At Secorra Family Ford, over the years, we've seen lots of Fords
19: become classics. Now we're all looking forward to the return of a legend this year. Tell them what it is. Ah! That's right. Come see us to learn about the all-new Ford Bronco family and reserve yours today. Or save right now on our full line of trucks and SUVs
15: with 0% financing for 72 months. So take that short drive to the Secorra Exit West. And see why Secorra Family Ford?
13: Our family, family makes the, the difference.
15: difference
9: with approved credit. See dealer for details.
12: Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis' personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home.
8: espn radio sports center
4: i'm garrett Ross, the ESPN
15: central texas sports center update brought to you by mcadams and sons roofing check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com after receiving an outpouring of support after a devastating injury dak prescott had a message for the people
10: what's up everyone just want everyone to know that i'm doing well um, and i can't thank you enough for all your your love your support, your prayers um, over the last few days, they've been more than overwhelming um, from, from, from teammates to family to friends uh, to fans I don't know to former and current players around the league and players around um, all sports. I uh, just wanted to say thank you. Uh, they're definitely appreciated and received well. The Houston Rockets are making major moves. Daryl
15: Moria stepped down as GM of the Rockets and will be replaced by Executive VP of Basketball Operations, Raphael Stone.
8: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: 447, Matt Mosley program, brought to you in part by Central National Bank. Tom Barfield and Stephen Simcox in for Matt on this Thursday afternoon. And, and Stephen, just glancing at the baseball game the Astros and the Tampa Bay Rays. And it, it, uh, it, it must be Johnny Holstaff for the Rays today as their starter goes an inning and a third in a one-nothing game, and he's out.
1: Threw his, threw his 45 or 50 pitches, whatever it was, and now he's done. One thing the Rays tend to do, they did a lot last year. I'm not sure how they handle it as much with a 60-game season, but they do like that opener concept where somebody comes in for an inning or two innings and then you turn it over to uh, basically the bullpen or what typically might be a starter. So I don't know if it was that situation today. It didn't work as well as you'd like because you got that leadoff home run. Yeah. So the point of that is really to, to get through a couple of innings and, and have some shut down innings and then move over to your staff. But only a one nothing game, obviously a ton of time left.
0: I've seen it in college baseball. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. In, in college baseball where it's a Tuesday. Tuesday and night, yeah. You got to get somebody. I've seen, I've seen them use nine guys. Uh, you know, one a guy in any, but let me just say this. <laughs> That's this, usually against Sam Houston state. Th- this ain't college baseball. And this right. ain't a regular season game. And this ain't a non-conference game. This is trying to get to the
1: world series and, and you're going, <laughs> you're t- I don't get it. You're not playing UT Permian basin on no, a Tuesday. No, I, I, trying I, to get your freshmen some work.
0: I don't I don't get this at all but that's what they're doing. Inning in a third and uh, the starter is out in a one nothing game. All right. 449. Let's talk about the the uh, the matchup Sunday between the Cowboys and the uh, the Arizona Cardinals and again uh, we're right back to talking about the quarterbacks.
1: Just a funny note. So you mentioned Kyler Murray was 6 and 0 at AT&T at Stadium 6-0, is that right? 6 and 0. I saw this yesterday. This is from Mark Lane who works for WFAA. Up in the Metroplex, he said, "When the Cardinals Kyler Murray faces the Cowboys Andy Dalton on Monday night, it'll be the first time you'll have an all Texas high school football quarterback battle in an NFL game at AT&T Stadium. Andy Dalton played football at Katy High School, and of course Kyler was at Allen. So just sort of in note, I mean, the Cowboys typically Dak has been your QB. Before that, it was Tony Romo." Neither of those guys are from the state of Texas, but we're going to get an all-Texas high school football matchup with Andy Dalton and Kyler Murray on Friday.
0: But it still says a lot about the quality of play of Texas high school football. I mean, you've got te- you've got guys all over the NFL out of the uh, out of the great state of Texas. Again, uh, help me with Detroit's starting quarterback. He's, Matt a, Safford. he's a Highland Park product, and uh, Nick Foles is from Nick Texas. Nick Foles is a Texas guy. Of course, Drew Brees is a Texas guy from. From Westlake, uh, so yeah, you Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's uh, is uh, is a Texas kid, so there's a, there's a ton of them uh,
1: in the league
0: uh, playing uh, at, at the next level.
1: And I want to ask you this question, Tom: Kyler Murray is often named, at least for people sort of around my age who grew up in a certain area of the state, as the best high school football player they ever saw can you give me one or a couple names of the best guys you've ever seen sure. at, at that level of ball
0: sure i I'm telling you right now I've, I've said this a million times Quan Cosby was as good as it gets mm-hmm. and I'm in he was equally as good if not better on the defensive side of the football as he was on the offensive side of the football he did not mind striking you uh he he, he, he would hit you uh and he was a terrific player uh I'm trying to think of the uh uh, the, now I'm drawing a blank of the, the Midland Lee running back went to Texas. Uh, holy moly. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. See, that's what happens when you, when you, when you age, like I do. Uh, but I'm uh, he was as good a running back as you're ever going to find. Cedric Benson? C- of course. Yes, absolutely. So unfortunately,
1: yeah. Cedric passed away. Yeah, in, in a
0: motorcycle accident, the late Cedric Benson. Uh, and, and then we had a running back in uh, in waco played at waco high for uh coach tusa uh went down to drawing a blank went uh went and played texas name kingsville yes, is that right yeah uh, Lewis Fight. it was Lewis fight and i'm telling you he was he was special uh again mm-hmm. very special and again I, there's a lot of them i mean so, Derek johnson uh waco high L- Kwame Cavill, waco high just i mean lt university ladanian Thompson got the opportunity to do ladanians games at university just special football players gotta see i got i in in my little broadcasting career i've gotten an opportunity to really see some very special football players
1: we got the pleasure of talking to lewis fight over the summer when everything was shut down and i had heard lewis's name a lot didn't see him play but man that was incredible he he still appreciates and loves coach Tusa so much and Waco high and what they did for him. But uh, I, I got to watch some highlights leading up to that interview and man, he was, he was something else. I'm
0: telling you, he was special. Uh, and they all were, I mean, in their own way. And again, watching Derek play and watching Kwame play and watching uh, Ladanian play. Uh, those were those, you know, and then down at the, 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 two, a level watching, uh, Quan play, and his brother Quincy was a good football player. I mean, there were some really good ones, but I, I saw Cedric Benson made a run against Waco High in a playoff game at, at Shotwell Stadium in Abilene. Maybe the best run I've ever seen. Mm. I mean, he, he's down on the ground. I don't know how his knee didn't touch or his elbow didn't touch. He does a pirouette, a spin, and then uh, spins out of that and, and heads for the house, uh, something else.
1: When Cedric passed away, that was one of the first things that was brought up was how incredible he was at Midland Lee and, and just the force he was in high school. And I'm glad you mentioned Quan. I'm glad we get to talk to him from time to time. He's a great guy. Went on to have a, a fantastic career in football. So did he do baseball right out of high school? And then yes, he
0: did. He went he went baseball. To Texas, okay. He went baseball and then decided to come back and and uh, make a run in the football thing. And so he was an older guy playing football, and then he went on to the NFL. And you know he's he's done a great job done a great job for himself done a great job for his family and uh very generous uh, with his time and, and his treasure and uh just a good kid Any well I call him a kid he's an, everybody's a kid but I mean he he's you know he's just a he's a good guy now he's working on the uh on the on, you can hear him on the Longhorn broadcast he's the sideline reporter for the Texas Longhorns uh, and those games typically heard on our sister station 104.9 Bob FM and he also does some baseball you know the a lot of people were surprised when he went into the baseball booth for the University of Texas. But here again, here's the guy that uh, that his first route was professional baseball. He knows the game of baseball.
1: He does. He's a huge, uh, huge Rangers fan and loves watching baseball in general. But it's always good to ask him a baseball question because he has uh, he has great thoughts on that as well and played that at a high level also. So Quan w- was wasn't wasn't as an, an incredible athlete. All right,
0: coming up, we're going to visit with uh, Cody Benjamin from CBS Sports. And NFL talk, Uh, we'll do that next here on the Matt Mosley Show. Following an open date, Coach Dave Aranda meets up with his former roommate, Tom Herman, as the Bears travel to Austin to take on the Longhorns. Again this season,
3: tune in to hear J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the State of Texas Coach Sportscaster
0: of the Year, John Morris, for all the play-by-play of Baylor Big 12 football right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas.
1: Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats. This 1950 style diner serves one of a kind sandwiches on their homemade bread, salads, soups, pies, cakes, and cookies, all made fresh daily. Enjoy Fox's Treats and Eats malts, shakes, floats, and sundaes while enjoying music from the 50's. Fox's Treats and Eats, adjacent to the Cedar Chest Antique Mall, Highway 84 near McGregor.
6: Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years and they are ready to assist you not enough money for down payment or low credit score. NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at NW. waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way.
7: Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are a Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook.
17: I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season. Bird Colgen Ford's a proud supporter of the best high school football teams in Texas right here in Central Texas. And Bird Colgen Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 43 years in a row. Nominate your Ford Tough Player of the Week at FordPlayerOfTheWeek.com. Bird Colgen Ford, the right choice since 1936.
14: My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com.
15: Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station.
11: Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential, commercial, or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. During this difficult time, Camille Johnson Realtors knows the importance of home. Royal Pizza is a proud supporter of all area sports and academics, including Clifton Cubs football. Before the game Friday night, go to Royal Pizza for a pregame meal or after the game. They're open until midnight for home games. Royal Pizza is more than just pizza. Try their delicious wings with a choice of five different flavors or a healthy salad, or maybe pasta or a sub, or you can try one of their amazing pizzas. Royal pizza has something for everyone. Royal pizza fit for a king available for dine-in pickup or delivery. Go Cubs. KRZI
8: Waco. K222 DC Waco. Station
12: is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265
8: DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas.
1: Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Stephen Simcox and Tom Barfield filling in for Matt. And we're joined now by Cody Benjamin from CBS Sports. Cody covers the NFL. And Cody, we appreciate you hopping on with us. I wanted to ask you first. Obviously, uh, our audience is really plugged into the Cowboys. Dak Prescott goes down. Andy Dalton has to step in. Now, traditionally, I think you're going to back up quarterback in week five. Most teams think their season's over. But Dalton has proven to have been capable in the past. What do you think about how this offense changes and kind of the Cowboys chances in this, uh, in this brutal division of the NFC East with, with Andy Dalton at the helm.
23: Yeah, Stephen. Thanks for having me on. First of all, I mean, obviously there's, it's hard to undersell how big of a loss that Dak Prescott is. I mean, um, or, or oversell that. I mean, just because he, he's, he's such a steady presence there quarterback. I mean, he's, um, just the perfect, I don't even want to use point guard for that offense because you know he does more than that. But he just does a great job of spreading the ball around to all those weapons. But I think you alluded to um, a couple of things there that should be encouraging for Cowboys fans. I know there's a lot going on there as far as not just Dak but the offensive line, other injuries, uh, defense even before that. But, um, you know, they invested in the backup quarterback position by by getting Andy Dalton. Um, and I know at the time, you know, people will roll their eyes, you know, look what he did in Cincinnati, never won a playoff game. But um, I, I think that um, he's clearly uh, one of, if not the best backup quarterback in the NFL. Um, I mean, say for me, Nick Foles, if you're just counting on his magic at the end of the year. And the things that help him are the supporting cast. I mean, has he ever had, I know he had A.J. Green in Cincinnati, but has he ever had a receiving core this deep uh that he has in Dallas and then the division I mean I think um let's just say you're an Eagles or even a Washington fan and obviously you're not rooting for Dak Prescott's injury but let's just say after he went down you think oh man we really got a shot in the division I I wouldn't rush to say that because I still think you know if if the Cowboys defense was even just competent um they're going to be competitive and then on offense I think Andy Dalton is is a good enough quarterback to to utilize those weapons. So, again, not ideal, but uh, you could be in a lot worse of a situation. Saying
1: with Dak Prescott for a second, we were all surprised this long-term deal didn't get done, and Dak, maybe that was him sort of betting on himself, but where do you think the Cowboys go now? At least publicly, they've been very much behind him and saying they want to get this done. How does the injury kind of complicate uh, his, his long-term future in Dallas.
23: Yeah, I mean, I, I get this isn't a perfect comparison, but um, like when the Eagles and Carson Wentz, like the year that Nick Foles took them to the Super Bowl, let's just take it in the, the best case scenario for Cowboys fans right now. Let's say Andy Dalton comes in and wins the Super Bowl. Uh, I still think you're in a position where Dak Prescott has proven enough to be the guy. I mean, when you look at the age difference, the just the physical talent difference, um, I think that Dak Prescott has shown um, enough up to this point. And, again, I mean, you can make the case that Jerry Jones didn't pay him, you know, yet, and so maybe he's still holding out. But I don't think there's any way um, that, that the Jones family sees what happened to Dak, um, the production he put on, on paper, um, and doesn't figure out a way to work this out. Now, um, it's it's supremely uh, unfortunate for Dak Prescott. And I think people would have said he made the right decision. By coming into this year and trying to play under the tag, maximize his value. But you know, unfortunately, the Cowboys in the negotiations may have a case to to lower that because of the injury. Um, but still, I, I you know, this injury for me at least, it doesn't change anything about uh, I guess the the chances that he'll be back. And that's even if Andy Dalton, you know, blows. Uh, I mean, just just completely goes on a tear here. I think Dak Prescott is still around long term.
0: Talking with Cody Benjamin from CBSSports.com. Cody, uh, the train wreck that is the New York Jets, they tried to trade Le'Veon Bell. No takers. Now he's a free agent. Where does he end up, in your opinion?
23: Well, right now I know the latest to come out from the Athletic reported that it's been narrowed from three to two teams. And originally the Bills, uh, the Dolphins, and the Chiefs were kind of cited as his his main landing spots. And now that's reportedly been narrowed to Miami and Kansas City. Um, I think at the end of the day, I mean, I I would lean towards the Chiefs, and I know that that might be contrary to uh, it seems apparent that Miami can offer him more money. Uh, He's familiar with that area. He can kind of just slide into, you know, he trains there. But I think at the end of the day, uh, the sell is going to come in from Andy Reid. He's going to have more of a a multi-purpose role there. Um, There's not quite as many backs demanding carries, even though he's got, you know, probably that worthy layer there taking – a uh, bulk of the, the touches. But I just think that chance to go from uh, the absolute, you know, one of the absolute worst teams in the NFL to maybe one of the best, I think is is going to be enticing, especially if he can hit the market again in 2021. So if you're asking me right now, I would say the Chiefs, even though the Dolphins are going to try and sweeten the pot with some more money.
0: What kind of teammate is he? I mean, you get kind of mixed reviews on, on what kind of guy he is in the locker room.
23: Yeah, I think that was a similar thing with Antonio Brown. I mean, you look at two guys that came out of the Steelers that there was a, a ton of talk about, um, you know, whether they were distractions or not. Um, to me, I mean, I don't, I don't think Le'Veon Bell has ever been uh, to the extent of Antonio Brown, and certainly AB has, has, uh, you know, taken things to the next level over the last year or two. But I don't think he's, he's a bad teammate. I think he just wanted his fair share of pay. And, and I mean, you could argue now that. Um, he made the wrong, I think it's very clear, he made the wrong choice going to a, an organization like the Jets, but he made his money, um, and now he's got to make the right choice for his career. I think, you know, as far as the locker room goes, I don't think there's ever been an uh, incredibly um, a bad story, I guess, as far as what he's done in the locker room with his teammates. I mean, I know guys from the Steelers, you know, Big Ben, a lot of those guys, Coach Mike Tomlin, I and mean, they enjoyed having him around. Um, it's just that it was clearly a business decision uh, that kind of forced his hand, uh, forced him out of Pittsburgh.
1: Cody, what do you make of, of kind of what's going on with Carson Wentz? I know he's played a little bit better the last couple of weeks, but what's, what's wrong with Carson? Why does it seem like he's sort of regressing and could Doug Peterson make a move? Do you see that happening to, to maybe Jalen Hurts at some point?
23: Well, the last two weeks have actually been uh, more on the encouraging side. But, I mean, if you're just looking at, you know, the numbers right now, I mean, there's no doubt that um, – I mean, just pull up the passer rating rankings. I mean, just any statistic, really. I mean, he's leading the league in interceptions um, in general coming into the year with the expectations you have for the Eagles and Carson Wentz. It's, uh, he's underperforming. And I think, um, you know, the, those first three, four games – um, I think there was an easy case to be made that it was the worst start to to both his career and Doug Peterson's. Um, and at that point, you know, before the 49ers upset, before they went in there and he kind of – he did just enough to beat San Francisco, um, I think there was a case there that if they hadn't stolen uh, one of these uh, – there are three games here against the Niners, um, and then that uh, they had the Steelers, and then they have the Ravens upcoming – If they hadn't gotten a win in in that three game stretch and they got one against San Francisco, I think that there was a case to be made that Doug Peterson um, could have done some kind of a motivational benching, you know, where he's not pulling him for good, but he's pulling him with the hope that it really lights a fire um, inside him. And so at at this point, the division, we talked about the NFC, it is so bad um, that they, you know, it's likely they'll lose to the Ravens. But then they've got three NFC East games in a row, and I don't see any scenario where Carson Wentz is pulled out of the lineup uh, before those three NFC East games are done, and, and the Eagles can really stake their claim in that division. Now, as far as what's going on with him, um, you know, he's, he's forced a lot of plays. He's pressed a lot. And, you know, I put a lot of blame on the general manager as well, how Roseman, for, for continuing to fill out the roster with older or, or oft-injured players. But as we've seen, I mean, at the end of last year, Carson Wentz seemed to thrive when they he was working with, with nobodies. I mean, guys that you hadn't heard of before, guys called up in the practice squad. I don't know what exactly that says about him as a quarterback. They do need more from him, but the last two weeks have been encouraging.
1: Cody, uh, last thing for you. I've been really impressed and intrigued by what Kevin Stefanski has done in Cleveland. What do you like about the way he's kind of made life easier for, for Baker Mayfield early in the season?
23: Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the uh, the most important thing you've done as a head coach. I mean, your your franchise quarterback had a, a huge regression last year, um, jumpy in the pocket, didn't look comfortable throwing to his star receiver, um, and this year he's he's really taken a lot of the weight off of him. And I think um, that's easier said than done. I mean, coming in, uh, whatever you want to say about the shortened offseason, um, he saw the talent that they had in the running back field, and this year obviously having Kareem Hunt for a full season rather than uh, starting off with a suspension. you know, and Losing Nick Chubb obviously takes away half that duo, but I think he quickly identified the strength of the team. They added some reinforcements up front, and he's doing a lot of what he did at the end uh, with the Vikings there. as Their offensive coordinator is leaning on the run. And Baker Mayfield, two interceptions last week. He's got to be better. He's got to be, um, you know, when they do give him the chance to throw the ball down the field, he's got to convert that. But, I think that um, that the surest sign that he is he knows what he's doing offensively, is what he's done to help Baker Mayfield. I mean, because if they can rely on the run, and by midseason, late season, Baker Mayfield feels like it's not all on him anymore. That's perfect for him. He can start to to unleash a ball, knowing that that the game is not going to be won or lost uh, by that deep that deep throw or deep shot. So I think um, very impressive from the Browns, and I'm excited to see what they do against the Steelers this week.
1: Cody Benjamin from CBS Sports. He covers the NFL. You can find him on Twitter at Cody J. Benjamin. Always putting out good NFL content. um, And he usually links his stories there. Hey, Cody, we appreciate your time, man. Thanks.
23: Hey, thanks so much for having me.
0: All right, Cody Benjamin from CBSSports.com. It's a 5:12 here on a Thursday afternoon. Tom and Steven in for Matt Mosley as we roll along on this Thursday afternoon, and we've got more of the uh, Matt Mosley program straight ahead here on ESPN Central Texas.
1: There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron.
2: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Lapointe. We've had a pretty strong front move through the area today. Notice the windy conditions, the cloudy skies that we have out there, and some spots this evening may see some patchy areas of drizzle. Not everybody will see it, but eventually overnight tonight will start to clear it out. Boat temperatures will fall to around 54 degrees, mostly sunny skies. Tomorrow looks like a pretty nice day. It's going to be a cool day with a high of 72. Right now, we're looking mostly clear for high school football, kickoff temperatures hovering in the low to mid-60s, and then eventually overnight with clear skies. We dropped to 47 by early on Saturday, and mostly sunny on Saturday. It's going to be a warmer day with a high of 79. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com any changes in the weather
5: at Marineland boating center we believe in families fishing and everyone who enjoys being on the water that's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts for over 70 years Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget Marineland boating center i-35 at loop 340 south or visit Marineland Way. Hey, have you
6: thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show is Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score. NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score. They help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense plus to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started david works waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way.
8: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
15: I'm Garrett Ross for ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. After receiving an outpouring of support after a devastating injury, Dak Prescott had a message for the people.
10: What's up, everyone? Just want everyone to know that uh, I'm doing well, um, and I can't thank you enough for all your your love, your support, your prayers. Um, Over the last few days, they've been more than overwhelming um, from from teammates to family to friends uh, to fans I don't know to former and current players around the league and players around um, all sports. I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, they're definitely appreciated and received well. The Houston Rockets are making major moves.
15: Daryl Moria stepped down as GM of the Rockets and will be replaced by Executive VP of Basketball Operations, Rafael Stone. Sports Center,
8: every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: 5-17, 17 minutes after 5 o'clock. This is the Matt Mosley Show. Tom Barfield in for Matt. Along with Stephen Simcox. Glad you're with us. Rolling home on a Thursday, maybe to a sub-varsity game, a freshman game, a JV game, whatever the case may be. Be careful on your way uh, to, to the house. Uh, we're going to talk some high school football. We're going to welcome in the head coach of the Cameron Yeoman, Coach Tommy Brashear. Coach, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Tom. Doing good. How are you? Doing terrific. Hey, let's let's – before we talk about your game in particular let's talk a little bit about uh about your district district 11 3a have you ever in your career been involved in a league where seriously everybody in the league is is a good football team
24: i don't know i don't think i have you know we've this district's been tough throughout the years and there's been some teams come and go in it and uh kind of a nucleus has been here but it's always been pretty tough but i don't know that's ever been you know every team in the in the district you know has a shot legitimate shot at the playoffs and this year that's definitely the case uh, i mean every single one of them is still in it
0: it seems like you know the first thing you want to do is is, is turn on the uh, turn on Steven and Garrett on friday night uh, after the games yeah. to, to see who did what in this district because you know it's going to be crazy every week seems to be just uh, just you know an, just just a crazy night in your in your district
24: it is. You never know from week to week, you know. And our announcer, Brady teammate has been here forever. When we're at home games, he's announcing those scores. And and you know, sometimes I'm, you know, touching. I don't hear him, but I'll ask, like, what did he just say that score? Cool? So I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy. I mean, it, you just you never know what what's expected is is very possible. It may not happen. At least that's that's been the case so far. Let's
0: talk about uh, your matchup Friday night. Uh, you got Ronnie Porter and the Troy Trojans, and of course, uh, everybody sure. knows about Herbajic, the the fine running back. But they've got they've got other weapons as well.
24: You know they do, and herbachik's the, the main go-to guy, but they use him as a decoy sometimes, and they like to throw the ball to uh, to the workman kid, number ten, a real good uh, linebacker for him as well, and and uh, you know 44 out of the backfield is new. escaping right now, but they like to hand it to him some on the on the counter coming back away, and and uh, you know stuff like that, and throw to him a little bit out of the backfield as well. So I will tell you what, their O line is is dang good. I mean they've got some good size and and some kids up there that are just you know, those, those kind of guys you really like on the O-line, kind of that mean, nasty, you know, get in your business and just, and just blow you off the ball type kind of guys. And, and uh, you know, they, they've, they've got a good football team over there, no doubt. Herbachik's an outstanding player. Everybody knows that for sure, an outstanding running back. But, but he's got a good O-line in front of him as well that, that does a great job for him.
0: Talking with Tommy Brashear, the head coach of the Cameron Yeoman. When, when you talk about their offense, is is the best? is the best defense – your your own offense, as yes. in keep the keep the keep the ball in your hands and keep the clock running and keep him off the football yeah. field. I think it is. I mean, if you look
24: at their losses this year, that's kind of what happened. I mean, the, the games that they've lost this year, the teams they played, uh, you know, kept the ball longer. They, they controlled the clock and and uh, you know kind of grinded it out and and limited his touches and limited their offensive touches. I do believe that's that's probably you know the recipe you need to have to try and have success against them. Is uh, limit limit Herbacek's touches, and, and to do that, you know, if your offense can stay out there and have a good running game on the offensive side of the ball, keep that clock running, and take your take your shots in the passing game when you get them. But, uh, but you know, I, that's I mean, let's be honest, that's our game plan. I think that's the game plan for success. That that uh, we're gonna have to try and have
23: tomorrow night.
0: Talk a little bit about last week. Obviously, a couple of weeks ago, the Battle of the Bell did not go your way. And, and, and no. I, I, I know about that game. I know enough about the, that game to know that those kids were probably just devastated by that situation. Yeah. How did you get them back in the fold? And how did you get them ready to go last week and play so well?
24: you know that's one of the great things about about Cameron kids i mean they they love to play the sport and you know and they, they feel like they, they let down our community our school our families but you know I feel like we, as coaches we feel the same way but you know we talk to them anytime that's ever happened in the past it's the same kind of thing hey you can let this game determine your your whole season or you can move on and get better each week and, and focus on the next one and, you know and yeah I, what I love about football is it ties into life because the same thing happens in life you're gonna lose loved ones in life they you're gonna maybe lose a job at some point in life or, or something bad is going to happen at some point in your life. Nobody has a perfect life all the way through. So I've never met them if they have. And uh, so, you know, how are you going to handle that adversity when it strikes? And and that's, that's what we try to do. We try to use life lessons, uh, you know, try to teach life lessons with, with the, uh, the ups and downs of football and, and as we did, and sure with our kids, I feel like they had a, a great, you know, entire week of practice. The focus was great. The preparation was great. I feel like we learned from it, and, and we came out and played a whole lot better last week.
0: I was going to ask you, could you sense that early in the week that, hey, uh, we've kind of flushed this thing already and we're ready to go?
24: Well, you know, I, I was hopeful. Early in the week, I felt like our focus was, was more intense. I, you know, I'm not saying we didn't have focus before, but I felt like there was more of a sense of uh, intensity or urgency to it. And I did. I did. I felt it on Monday, the very first Monday we came back from practice after that loss, and and it carried through throughout the week. And and it was fun to it's fun to see. It's it kind of fun to see a team kind of grow. And I felt like this team was kind of growing up a little bit, uh, you know, with that. Sometimes a loss can do you can do you good, even when it's when it hurts like that. And and uh, I feel like it's helped this team grow a little bit. Now we still got our work cut out for us. We did a great job last week, and uh, we got three more tough ones in district this year still to play. And and uh, we got a long way to go, but we're getting better each week, and that's that's. And we're learning from our mistakes, and that's what we got to do.
1: Coach, I know Troy has also <laughs> had some explosive plays in the kick return game, punt return game. How important is special teams in a game where you're facing a tough offense, just trying to limit that uh, that field position advantage?
24: Oh, it's huge. We, we we have a big focus over here in Cameron on field position, and on uh, you know we spend a we spend a whole hour of practice on Tuesday mornings and stuff nothing but special teams and. And uh, you know, I you know, we we put a big emphasis on it. We have a big meet. we have a special teams meeting for the games. We're really emphasizing field position, win the field position battle. Uh, you know, whether it's in the kicking game or the return game, uh, but you know they do. They have a, they have a dangerous Srbacic back there, mostly in the dangerous return game, and, and uh, that's something we've got to be aware of and and uh, take care of as far as the game goes as well. But you know, that's an emphasis of ours is when the. You know, we have goals for offense, goals for defense, and goals for special teams. We have a chart. Uh, and we go over those goals every Saturday morning with our guys and stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we the games we normally win, guess what? We win, we win the special teams battle also. And, and uh, you know, it holds true in the games we normally lose. Well, guess what? We, we don't win the field position battle, sure enough. I mean, it's right there playing for the kids to see and for everybody to see. And so, uh, you know, we really focus hard on that. And that's no different this week. We need to win the field position battle. We really need to win the time of possession as well.
0: Hey, Tommy, thanks so much. Uh, I know it's going to be a great game Friday night. Uh, we wish you the best of luck and, and have fun, and, and uh, we'll visit with you soon. Yes, sir, Tom. Thank you all. Appreciate Douglas. Hey, Yo, there you go. Tommy Brashear, the head football coach of the Cameron Yeoman. It is uh, 525, Tom Barfield and Stephen Simcox. And, Stephen, you know you've been around here long enough. You know what football. There's cer- certain communities where it is just incredibly important, and, and that's one of them. I mean, we can name – A handful of those places across the state of Texas where it is just I mean you know it's the tradition is passed down from brother to brother from cousin to cousin I mean it is it is vitally important there's a lot of guys on that Cameron staff that played at Cameron Mm. they know what the Battle of the Bell is all about against Rockdale. And, and they know how hard and how difficult it is to bounce back, particularly after you, uh, you l- not only lose the game, but y- you, got, you got pushed around pretty good, and you, and you know you did. Uh, but then they came right back the next week and played well, and that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty impressive, particularly in this district, mm-hmm. where, again, I mean, you got every, you got seven teams in this league, and they're all within two games of each other.
1: No weeks off. Uh, a tough academy team they beat last week. Really impressive. And yes, the tradition there, the pressure uh, to carry that out and, and be up to the standard of Yeoman football is intense. So, another big game with Troy. I know that was a huge win for Troy last year when they took down Cameron Yeo. Uh, obviously, we know about Zach Arbacic and how great he is, and they're going to have to game plan for him. But another big game in that district. And It's just, uh, we talked about it at length, but it's every single week there.
0: Five twenty-six. this is the Matt Mosley Show presented in part by Central National Bank, Tom Barfield, Stephen Simcox, and we're back with more of the Matt Mosley program in a moment. This high school football coaches show with Waco high coach Kwame Cavill brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life.
21: Lions football season has been placed on hold once again by covid 19 coach your team was getting ready to play the Colleen kangaroos this last Friday and all of a sudden on Thursday the brakes were thrown on tell us a little bit about what went down
25: a little unfortunate but we you know we've we've prepared for this uh, uh we knew this was, this situation could could arise at any point during the season man our kids were raring to go. We were ready to get that taste out of our mouth, but the, the good point is that we're all safe, we're all healthy, and just buying our time. Uh, unfortunately, we get to play those rules. We were ready to play them, but you know we understand.
21: It's not so much that there's COVID cases within your team or in the school. It's more the contact tracing and the quarantine that has kind of shut this thing down, right?
25: Yeah, I mean it's just on the next piece. I mean we're we're in this pandemic era. And we got to go based off of what's been placed in front of us. And, you know, we've been doing, you know, thank God and, and his good graces that we've been fortunate enough to be unscathed in the sense of our program is concerned. We've had some scares, but not to the point where we've been, where we're generating calls cause of It is more of the outside sources of the district itself and trying to deal with the pandemic itself.
21: Yeah, it would be nice to have two weeks to prepare for Duncanville, but unfortunately you're not able to get on the field right now to do any preparation.
25: You know, There's three different style learning styles. you got audio, visual, and tactile. So we can't get the tactile, which is hands-on, but we can we get the audio and visual learning style to it. So that's my teaching background coming out. So I just told her I sure that we get our mental ref scene and we get get ready for next week with it being audio, visual, and touching. We'll be able to satisfy this.
8: ESPN Central Texas.
16: TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback or free digital downloads. With 5 locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life Member FDIC
7: Backroads Food & Fuel is a proud supporter of Valley Mills Eagle football as well as other local athletics and academics. Before the game on Friday night, stop by Backroads and get a delicious burger from the grill or a fresh-made pizza. Before those out-of-town games, stop by Backroads to fuel up and load up on snacks for the road. And don't forget, every morning, stop by for breakfast and a cup of the best coffee in town. Backroads Food & Fuel, 101 West Avenue C. in Valley Mills.
9: Go Eagles!
20: My house has a new...
8: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
15: I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treaton Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. After receiving an outpouring of support after a devastating injury, Dak Prescott had a message for the people.
10: What's up everyone? Just want everyone to know that I'm doing well. Um, and I can't thank you enough for all your, your love, your support, your prayers. Um, over the last few days, they've been more than overwhelming. Um, from from teammates to family to friends uh, to fans I don't know to former and current players around the league and players around um, all sports. I uh, just wanted to say thank you. Uh, they're definitely appreciated and received well. The Houston Rockets are making major moves.
15: Daryl Moria stepped down as GM of the Rockets and will be replaced by Executive VP of Basketball Operations,
8: Rafael Stone. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: 531. This is the Matt Mosley Show. Tom Barfield, Stephen Timcox on a Thursday afternoon. Stephen, let's talk a little bit about the National Football League. Of course, uh, couple of things going on. Uh, The Falcons have, uh, they've got a COVID situation going on, and I believe it's with an assistant coach. So, uh, and really it's just one, but I mean, still out of precaution, they had to to shut things down.
1: Earlier this morning, it was reported they had four positive tests, four positive cases. That's not the case according to the Falcons. It was only one assistant coach. They still had to shut down the facilities. They're supposed to play the Vikings on Sunday. That game is still on for now. They're going to get the results from today's testing on friday so they got the results from monday's testing today anyway that'll go a long way in determining if that game's played or not obviously kind of a tough week from a a competitive standpoint for atlanta because they just fired dan quinn and thomas shemitroff so raheem morris is taking over as the interim coach and now they're not gonna be able to practice most likely for the rest of the week and they'll have to kind of go in that vikings game blind but you know, when that came across the wire this morning, Tom, there were, were some people that said, hey, should the NFL consider maybe shutting down for a week or two just to get a handle on this because we saw the Titans go through this. Um, but the Patriots have gone through it to some extent. And they've had to shuffle things around, but as of now, they still made it work. And if this Falcons-Vikings game gets played, then you'll be in the same place it'll just be one person who had a positive test
0: yeah and, and and if you if you do that Stephen, if you shut it down for a week or two weeks and then you come back and it happens again are you going to shut it down for another week or two weeks i think what they're doing is moving forward and doing the very best they can as far as uh isolating people shutting down the facilities and reopening the facilities in a timely manner to get, uh, let them get some practice time in and moving these games around to Monday and even sometimes Tuesday, I think they're doing the very best they can under the circumstances in which they're dealt with. Uh, And, again, don't forget, uh, and we talked about it this morning, when you have guys, Stephen, and and we're going to because it's that time of the year, guys with a cold, guys with with the flu. Uh, Some of those symptoms are are similar. And, And like in Cleveland, they sent Odell Beckham Jr. home.
1: They did. He has an illness. Now they just said he was under the weather and they sent him home out of abundance of caution, which is one of the phrases that we've Mm -hmm. used the most here in 2020. And he took a COVID test today and they'll find out on Friday. Um, So we'll see. I mean, Odell for now, is fine. They're, they're doing this as a precautionary measure, but they're supposed to play the Steelers this week, which is a big game and that that should be fine to go to be a go but odell is is dealing with with some sort of illness and you'd like to have him in practice now he's not a
0: guy that's got to go out and run 40 40 uh uh, pass patterns to to get the the game plan down i mean he's he's a vet he's a pro he knows what he's doing but you still would like to have him in practice with uh, with your young quarterback but uh, he's not, and so they'll have to move on, and, and that's, you know, the, again, we've said it a million times, and it's like a broken record, but welcome to 2020. That's that's what you're dealing with, and you just got to figure out a way to adapt and overcome no matter what the situation is uh, that you're dealt uh, in, in this 2020 football season. I mean, we're, we're seeing high school leagues playing on five days. Every five days they're going out there. They're, you know, it's Friday night lights doesn't exist <laughs> in some of these situations. It's Monday night lights, it's Tuesday night lights, it's whatever the case may be, but you just do what you need to do to move forward.
1: You do. And they're they're finding a way to get around this. Odell's gonna go home and isolate for the time being and, and they'll try to figure out uh, you know, what this test what this test result is in a couple of days. One interesting thing is we're we're also about to enter cold and flu season. Mm-hmm. So those symptoms are going to be similar and you're probably going to have more cases like this where a guy is just under the weather and he might not have COVID-19, but if he's not feeling well, I mean, you just can't have him in the facility. It's just the reality of it. You're going to have to find a way to get him away from everybody else so that you don't have some sort of outbreak.
0: All right. uh, 536. We're 24 away from six o'clock as we uh, roll along here on a thursday afternoon and the astros uh in the fourth inning i believe Mm -hmm. they have a 3-1 advantage over the uh over the tampa bay rays and the rays had a couple of men
1: on and and the astros get a punch out to to preserve that 3-1 advantage had first and second the rays did with one out and strohs were able to get out of that jam so they scored a couple runs in uh the top half of that inning with a michael brantley or excuse me the the bottom of the third with a michael brantley single so they're up three-one, and they're playing well. Both these teams are using their bullpen pretty much the whole game, Tom. So Astros trying to to find a way to hold on and advance to the next day. And they, they got a two-run lead right now.
0: All right, 537. Hey, real quick, uh, we got high school fo- some high school football games coming up tonight. I think Colleen and Belton are playing tonight at Leo Buckley.
1: They're playing at Leo Buckley at 7 o'clock, and that's part of our Pick'Em Contest. So, so
0: you, you got until about 658. You yeah. better go get it in. Uh, you can vote for the high school Pick'Em Contest brought to you by Whataburger. Simply go to com to vote. That's CentexSportsFan.com and cast your ballot.
1: Before we go to break what do you think of uh tonight's braves dodgers game dodgers just had that hot start yesterday won the game in the top of the first inning essentially now they get kershaw on the mound how do the braves try to flush that and, and get back to baseball again?
0: i think i think they do just what you said i mean if they're going to be successful they're going to have to just you know, they're going to have to say, hey, look, in a, in a long season and, and you play so many games, you're going to have a stinker, and they had one yesterday. I mean, they were in a hole 11 to nothing in the top of the first. It's done. Move mm-hmm. on. Now, can they is the question. Can you just put that, that, that mess behind you and go out and play today? And a lot of it has to do with the, the guy that's on the mound for the opponent. Uh, you know, how does he throw? If he throws, If he throws like we think he can and we know he can, then, then it's going to be a tough night for the Braves. But, you know, he's coming off, what, back spasms and things, and that's why he got his, his start pushed. Uh, if he's not 100%, that's a Braves team that, uh, <laughs> you know, could have their way. And, and who knows, the next thing you know, you got uh, you got a 3-1 situation. But the, the Dodgers are looking for a 2-2. And mm-hmm. if it goes to 2-2, uh, I, I think, and then you're playing really, essentially, a best two out of three. I like Los Angeles's chances.
1: And Kershaw'll know immediately tonight, right? Like how how well he's feeling and how much he's gonna be able to work.
0: Yeah, he'll know how well he's feeling in the when he when he throws his pin. Now how effective he is not a, He won't know that, seriously, Stephen, until he gets on the mound and the adrenaline gets to flowing and he gets in the – because you can't replicate those, those competitive juices. I mean, you just can't. But he'll know how he feels in the pen when he uh, begins his warm-up tosses but when he gets on the mound in, in in that first inning, he'll know he'll know whether he's got his his, his good stuff or not.
10: Did you
1: see this coming from Max Muncie when he was at Baylor? Did did you see this type of potential? As you you knew
0: he was good, and you knew he worked hard, and you knew he loved the game. Uh, he was he was a good player. Make no mistake about it. He was. Now, did you think okay he's going to be hitting bombs in the <laughs> in the NLCS? You know, uh, who knows? Because you, you, there's a lot of good players that come through mm-hmm. that, that for whatever reason, they, you know, in circumstances, timing, what, whatever the case may be, they don't get that opportunity or when they get that opportunity, it just doesn't work out. And, you know, you've seen a lot of guys come through there, uh, not just at Baylor, but just in college baseball and in, in my, in the minor league system altogether. I mean, there's really good players everywhere. And there's just so many spots at the big league level, but, you you knew one thing about Max Muncie. He loved the game. He played the game hard, and he played with intensity every time he went out there.
1: Good player. Well, and good for him. He he was a guy that didn't quite catch on in Oakland. I mean, mm. was working his way through the system, but wasn't really reaching his full potential. Changed his the swing. Yeah, he reinvented himself in L.A. and he's a big time power hitter now. Uh, and, and that grand slam he hit Ooh. yesterday was a no doubter. Think,
0: that- think about this, Stephen. He hit two home runs in three at bats. You go back to the ninth inning from the night before, when when they were making that charge, came up short in that eight seven game. He hit a two run homer in that game, and then uh, he hit he grounded out in his first at bat in the first inning. Then in his second at bat in the first inning, he hits the grand slam. So he's two for three in his last three at bats, six RBIs to uh, in 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 two runs scored. So not too bad for. Uh, for the kid from baylor university it's 5 20 away from six this is the uh the matt mosley show tom barfield Stephen simcox in for matt
13: this is the baylor sports
3: beat a daily look inside baylor athletics now here's the voice of the
0: bears john morris
3: Hi everybody. It's time for a check of baylor athletics on today's baylor sports beat coming up baylor volleyball leaving town today they are busing to lubbock to play texas tech Friday and Saturday in the Hub City. We are from Baylor volleyball coach Ryan McGuire, straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. How do you get the job done? With power. Get all the power you need in a new Ram. Alan Samuels presents Ram Power Days. Extra special savings and special factory financing on all new models. Hauling families to great places. Doing chores, working hard. Alan Samuels will help you get the job done. Ram, the highest pickup owner loyalty in America. Shop, apply, buy online. We deliver. Alan Samuels, official auto dealer of the heart of Texas fair and rodeo.
6: Want to be a part of all things Baylor Athletics? Join the Baylor Cub Club presented by Green Eye Associates today. Free registration for the 2020-2021 season is available now for kids 8th grade and under to the first 2000 membership. Members receive discounted admission to select Baylor Athletics events, an exclusive Cub Club t-shirt, and other great promotional items. Register at BaylorCubClub.com or email fan-engagement at baylor.edu for
12: additional information. Show off your Baylor pride and become a Cub Club member today.
8: You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Here again is the voice, John Morris and back
3: on today's Baylor Sports Beat, Baylor Volleyball. Different travel this year. They are bussing to Lubbock beginning today on a couple of buses so they can spread out and be socially distanced on the trip to and from Lubbock. They'll play Texas Tech tomorrow evening at 6 and then Saturday at 6. The Red Raiders are 3 and 3 on the season. Baylor sitting at 5 and 1, ranked number 2 in the country. And as you might expect, head coach Ryan McGuire looking to improve each time out.
21: You know, I, I think we understand what good volleyball is and, and what we have to do. It's it's. I'd like to see us be more consistent uh, over the weekends and, and just set the set being, yeah, just really being more consistent. So. I think when the pressure's on, you know, we saw great things from Yossi. We got great defensive effort from from Chanel. And, uh, you know, our goal is always to know one way to play, and, and I'm not sure we've solidified that yet. Uh, with a lot of new faces, new places, I think we're, again, playing good volleyball, but I, I'm not sure we've found our identity as a team yet this season.
3: That is Ryan McGuire, Baylor volleyball coach, Baylor volleyball number two in the nation, taking on Texas Tech tomorrow evening at 6 and then Saturday at 6. Both matches televised on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Baylor, one of four teams in the Big 12 Conference, ranked nationally. The AVCA fall poll is a top 15 poll, which has Texas number one in the nation, Baylor number two, Kansas is rated 10th, and Kansas State number 15. Baylor Junior Libero Chanel Bram Schreiber is the Big 12's Defensive Player of the Week. And again, she and the Bears in Lubbock to play Texas Tech Friday and Saturday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow.
0: I'm John Morris. At the Baylor Club, you can enjoy a beautiful panoramic view of the Baylor University campus, also a panoramic view of the Brazos River. And of course, of downtown Waco, it is a great place with great service. And you know, at the Baylor Club, guests enjoy uh, just uh, they they enjoy the enjoy the confidence that of social distancing, and, and, and they and they and they know that that the Baylor Club can accommodate. Most groups and of any size, and they can do it in a safe and comfortable and socially distanced setting. And, and th- you know this this day and age, that is important. So if you've got if you've got a business meeting, if you've got a family gathering, maybe maybe you've got a wedding uh, in your future, and, and you those things, and you're looking for you're looking for a a special place to uh, to have that that to have that dinner but you want it to be in a safe environment, then there's only one place for you to go in Waco, and that is the Baylor Club. And, of course, at the Baylor Club, uh, they're now back on their pre-COVID hours, with, which features breakfast and lunch on Mondays now, so they got the, they're back open on, the, on Mondays. Also, again, private events, uh, the, the, they're the place to have the, your, your private event, whether it's a family celebration or a holiday party. So check out the Baylor Club. Give them a call. And and, and, and and you can find out all about the Baylor Club by calling April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080. That's 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home.
8: Radio Sports Center.
15: I'm Garrett Ross for ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. After receiving an outpouring of support after a devastating injury, Dak Prescott had a message for the people.
10: What's up, everyone? Just want everyone to know that I'm um, doing well, um, and I can't thank you enough for all your your love, your support, your prayers. Um, over the last few days, they've been more than overwhelming. Um, from from teammates to family to friends uh, to fans I don't know to former and current players around the league and players around um, all sports I uh, just wanted to say thank you uh, they're definitely appreciated and received well. The Houston Rockets are making major moves.
15: Daryl Morey has stepped down as GM of the Rockets and will be replaced by executive VP of basketball operations
8: Raphael Stone. Sports Center every twenty minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley show. It's time for the dismount for a final look at today's top stories. Here's Matt Mosley and Steven Simcox.
0: Tom Barfield and Stephen Simcox in for Matt here on this, uh, this Thursday afternoon, Steven. I-, I know one thing we failed to get to, and that was the, uh, the breathtaking football game last night between coastal Carolina and the raging Cajuns.
1: Chanteliers went at the buzzer with a, with a kick. So yep. good for them. And uh, They're undefeated. And so was Louisiana going into that one. Coastal Carolina beat Kansas in their season opener. Mm-hmm. They've, I, got, they've got two road wins, Steven. Yeah. I always have uh, like bad memories and bad thoughts when I see Coastal Carolina because a couple of years ago they won a national title in baseball. And mm-hmm. my TCU Horn Frogs were in the winner's bracket of the College World Series. And they just had to beat Coastal Carolina one time to move on to the championship round, face Arizona. Didn't work out, did it? Couldn't do it. Nope. Coastal Carolina beat them twice. so It's a bad deal. Yeah. I, th- I mean, when you're
0: supposed to win and you can taste it and you're that close. I remember one year Baylor was playing down in, in, in Houston uh, in a regional. And all they got to do is win a game against a team that is gassed, uh, Arizona, beat those dudes. And then they're going to come home and host Dallas Baptist in a super regional. And it just didn't happen. Mm.
1: yep it It was gut-wrenching it's tough but that's baseball yep it is very very topsy-turvy sport uh astros are now three two rays had a solo home run and are still batting uh here in the bottom of the fifth inning so that game's on Fox Sports Central Texas if you want to tune in. But stay with us for the next 13 minutes because nothing's going to happen between now and then. No,
0: not at all. <laughs> not at all. You know, one of the things I want to do, uh, we've been filling in for, for Matt, and I want to thank his, some of his sponsors, but in particular Central National Bank. Those those folks, uh, 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 Brian and Tom and everybody over there, uh, they have, uh, they've have—they've been really, really uh, supportive of of, of Matt and, and his situation. And, you know, they're they, uh, just great people. And they run a terrific facility in Central National Bank. So you can bank different. You can bank at Central. And uh, you can experience the difference that, the, that they provide at 8320 West Highway 84. Also at 5400 Bosque Boulevard. they got a location down in Temple and a location down in Austin. And you can always go online and check them out at cnbwaco.com. They're a member of FDIC. But, man, they've they've been there for, for Matt. and We we certainly do appreciate them.
1: Great people. Love having them on as the presenting sponsor of the, uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Tom, about 40 minutes ago, you were asking our guest, Cody Benjamin, who covers the NFL for CBS Sports, mm-hmm. Hey, Le'Veon Bell, where's he going to sign? Mm-hmm. just left the Jets, got released there. Well, according to Adam Schefter, he's signing with the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, so he will be uh, joining Andy Reid, and Andy that's Reed. probably a good marriage, don't you think, Steven? I would think so. I'm curious to see how much they use him because they, they have so many weapons there. I kind of said this jokingly a few days ago on Cover 3, uh, and Q got very mad at me because he's a big Vegas Raiders fan. I said, well, you know, one that, that comes to mind, one team that comes to mind that could... Doesn't really need him, but they could use him as Le'Veon Bell because he could just be another weapon in their arsenal, and that's apparently what happened. Le'Veon Bell wants to win a Super Bowl, reportedly. I imagine he'd excited to go so to any team that's winning. Then now. why didn't he stay in New York? <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be alive when they won a Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, he's going to join the Chiefs. Has to go through COVID protocol and all that, but he'll join Clyde edwards Hilaire uh in that backfield and we'll we'll see how he's used but he he found a landing spot with a pretty good team in kansas city
0: and uh that was one of the that was one of the names being banded around so good for him he's he's found a home and and hopefully he can figure it out you know again steven there was there's always been those conversations about the type of teammate he is and you don't know i mean we're not in those locker rooms and you can get information and you don't know that it's good information but that was always kind of the thing that just not sure what kind of teammate he was, but he'll get there and Andy Reid and and that's probably a pretty good spot.
1: This morning, I know you guys talked about it a little bit on game time, but Daryl Morey, the Rockets general manager, decided to step down according to uh, reports from ESPN. Daryl was a big analytics guy, big advanced stats guy, and the Rockets were all about that. I mean, they shot a ton of threes, trying to get the rim, layups. They built their whole team around James Harden and kind of playing isolation basketball. So I'm curious to see, Rafael Stone's going to step in, and he was already there in the organization. So does the owner, Tillman Fertitta, does he try to change the style of play there, or do they continue to do what they've been doing uh, with Daryl Morey stepping down? They haven't hired a coach yet, but that's going to be the first step here.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of that will get answered. Not – when they hire a coach but who they hire i mean uh, what what kind of style of play does that particular coach like but you know if you're already in the system and he was he was you know the basically the assistant general manager you got to believe that he that he at least supported and believed in, in that particular program so they you know who knows but high probability they
1: kind of stay with it or cuz if not aren't you kind of gutting it and starting all over they haven't been really afraid of that. The one guy they haven't moved on from is Harden, but they've they've tried all these different combinations. They tried Chris Paul and James. They tried Dwight Howard and James. Uh, now they're trying Russell Westbrook and James. And, I mean, it's been successful, but they haven't gotten over the hump. And that's just – that's been the thing. That's been the thing that's plagued them. They haven't been able to take the next step in the playoffs. What is the next step? I mean, it's winning the is title. It, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the it's Clippers, just winning the title. isn't it? It's, it's beating the Lakers or the Clippers and winning the title. So they'll move on now. They moved on from Mike D'Antoni. And I, I was surprised to see Daryl stepping down. I'm not sure that was uh, just his decision, even though that's what they said. I think that was probably mutual. That both happened sides, you know. <laughs> That it was, you know, it was time to, to move on and, and separate there. I'll close with this. A.J. Green, uh, the Bengals lost to the Ravens. It was a really frustrating game. They did not play well, especially offensively. And he was caught on camera, apparently telling a coach or a staffer, hey, if they're not going to use me correctly here, they should just trade me. So he talked to reporters today and said he thinks they're building something special. He wants to be a part of that team and help them win. Um, he's frustrated with how they're playing, but he's got to channel that frustration to play like he has for the past couple of years. So A.J. Green, uh, big-time Bengals wide receiver, responded to you know these comments that he made in the game and, and basically says, hey, I'm going to stick around. So we'll see if that's the case in a few weeks, but... Right now, he, he's saying he does not want to be traded, Tom. There
0: you go. That is the dismount. It's 5.55. And many thanks to uh, Dawson head coach Ronnie Striplin for joining us, Cameron head coach Tommy Brashear for being on the program, and to Cody Benjamin from CBSSports.com for com his, uh, his participation on the Matt Mosley program for a Thursday. We'll do it again tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. with game time and then again tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock as we get you ready for football Friday right here on ESPN Central Texas.